My little mini mallows, it's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I have some sad, sobering news, which I will share with you. But first, I want to introduce you to my guests. And when I introduce you to my guests, I think you will realize what the news is. Uh, and it's that the usual Thursday crew, except for Jenna, is no longer on the show, for the time being at least. But I'll get into that in a minute. First, I want to introduce you to the people who are here. Hello, Jenna Kim Jones. Hello. Thank you for sticking by me. Of course. <laughs> are you kidding me? I am so glad I could be here today. Me too. Yeah. And my friend Trevor, who I've known since we were 13. I think that's right. Hi, Allison. Hello. He's a lawyer and a Buddhist. That's right. I'm yeah. also your old best friend. That's right. He's my old best friend. And he's the person who married Daniel and me. And Daniel is also here. Hello, hello. That's my husband. And Shane Dawson, two-time Allison Rosen is your new best friend guest, is here. I've been waiting for this. I'm very excited. How many YouTube subscribers do you have? I I don't know. Ask my mom. She keeps track. It's like ten, more than ten million, right? I think like thirteen. I don't know. Oh. Just thirteen. Well, and I know from having your girlfriend on my show on the Monday episode of my show, Lisa Schwartz, that uh, having a million YouTube subscribers is like nothing anymore. No, it's really it's really upsetting that my main competition is like fucking five-year-olds with a Canon camera and they have like three and a half million subscribers because they talk about what's in their purse. <laughs> like, like, are you fucking kidding? Sorry. And by the way, besides all the millions of subscribers, what I'm most proud of is the fact that I contributed to your carb today. That's right. Yeah. yeah so new listeners will um, soon become acquainted with the fact that I always greet people on the Thursday show with a carb, except that we had, ex and there's always extensive conversation before the show starts about, it's like a nervous panic, sort of like, mm -hmm. what's my carb going to be? Um, and I wanted it to be an inviting carb this week. You know, sometimes I'll choose a prickly carb. Sometimes I just <laughs> throw caution to the wind. I don't care. But this week I want it to be a, an inviting carb, and I wanted to do a marsh marshmallow, but both you... And Jenna recommended yeah. mini mallows. Well, I'm weight. Con I'm like you know body issues, and I know we you all are. are. I yeah, don't know who else here is? We all are. We're all all the people wearing all black. That's us. Yeah, um, which is four of us except for Trevor, who's always been skinny. I have, I have body issues too. They're the opposite ones. Right. Oh, yeah. Let's point. I mean, I it's that. interesting to note we're all in black, but Trevor's wearing a plaid vest and a checkered shirt. I'm wearing my you're, professor outfit. You're trying to make yourself bigger. Yeah, I've always wanted to be bigger. That's, I can teach my... you the way. I, <laughs> <laughs> you need some help. I, I know this doesn't like most people like shut the hell up, but it's true. Mm. No, I've heard that for. I remember my dad used to say that as hard as it is for some people to lose weight, <clears throat> you, that's how hard it is for some people to gain weight. Yeah, I think that's right. I was actually had this interesting conversation with a colleague who was talking about how like she was the woman who or the girl who like uh, matured fast in high school, and she still feels like this big this big person even though she's not and i think that's just 
was really interesting. Wait, so like when I was in high school, I was just like super duper skinny and I feel like still that same person. But she matured fast as in got busty or... <laughs> and also tall, like just... Oh, I see. Oh, I fat, see. She, you know? she was like just bigger in size yeah. than all the other kids. Yeah. yeah. I was the same way. Like I uh, went through puberty a little bit later than my, you know, classmates. Oh, yeah. And so for the longest time, I just thought of myself as just this scrawny little kid, even after I was well into my 20s and had been working out and everything I just that whoever you are at 12 is kind of how you think of yourself yeah even though you now fight MMA right yeah yeah (laughs) I mean you know all the tats and just (laughs) scars I remember my sister and I used to have this conversation if you had the perfect body what outfit would you wear Mm -hmm. and it was within the last 10 years that I explained well no it was longer than 10 years ago but it was after this was fashionable, I was like, I'd wear a black bodysuit <laughs> and jeans and boots or something like that. I don't know. I, yeah, it's like, I'd wear everything Rachel wears on Friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what my sister pointed out, that whatever was the cool outfit in high school, it somehow always stays with you as like the pinnacle of style. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, that's right. Because when I thought, I thought this yesterday, I was like, what would I wear? This very bizarre that we both thought this what would i wear and i was like oh i would wear like just like a simple like cool surfer shirt just like (laughs) shorts and then i remember this kid in high school who i always wanted to be had a shirt that said sex wax on it Mm. and i was so jealous because if i wore that i mean it's a joke (laughs) it's ironic what was the name of the kid because i feel like the cool kids always had special cool fat as hell now oh really he got his oh good he hit his puberty (laughs) that's like a surfboard wax right yeah yeah so i grew up in tucson and all the kids would get surf board wax but of course there's no beach in Tucson so they would just chew on it what yeah they would just sit there and just gnaw on wax nothing to redeem Tucson for me Tucson I saw Tucson for the first time over Thanksgiving and it's so unique it's an eccentric place there's like it's it's almost post-apocalyptic but when I think post-apocalyptic I think of like tumbleweeds rolling by uh-huh. and coyotes and I don't the mean the tumbleweeds it in are that, the people I don't mean it in that way because it's not like it's the place that time forgot or something because you know there's businesses and it's nice looking in parts but it's just like there's no human beings anywhere. time never knew of Tucson in the first place so right never, time has not become acquainted yeah. with Tucson right. is okay. it fat? Is, is Tucson fat? I only go to places that are like fatter than here so, that's everywhere. That's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> is that so that you'll feel? I will travel the world. So that's world like now. you can yeah. be like a supermodel in Mississippi oh, or something. I right? want to be a Pittsburgh ten. Oh, that was, that's <laughs> oh. What's Tucson? What's like the situation? What's the Tinder situation? Is it like a monsters? Is it? Do you know the the what situation? Well, this is how I judge it when I travel. And even though I have a girlfriend, we like to look on Tinder and see, like, oh, what do the people around here look like? <laughs> that's smart. Like, where that's are so really smart. smart. I would say Tucson. Oh, that's a tough one. Tucson's a mix. It's a college town. Ooh. You'd feel good there. Bellies, it's a college town. It has the University of Arizona there. And so you have a lot of really educated. It's a little bit like Austin, except, like, scaled down, not mm. quite as um, bustling. It's a little bit Austin. like Austin. That's said. It's like Austin Junior. It's clear you love Tucson. Even though no, I no. think Austin uh, you didn't is let me finish. Oh, well, okay. Sorry. So you, it's like if Austin was placed in the middle of Fresno or something. Like it's there's like this real, um, and then there's a whole like retiree, uh, rich people section up in the foothills. So it's just a weird mix. I don't, it's it's hard to characterize the town. It's uh, yeah. There's like there is money there, 
uh, and then there's all, there's like a lot of trailers, and, and then, then there's like people who chew on wax. Yeah, and then, well, and then there's that slacker. The wax chewers. <laughs> then there's that slacker contingent of overeducated people who don't have any ambition, and then um, and then there's your mom, <laughs> sweet little lady. And then there's and then there's a there's an artist community there. It's it's an interesting town. I don't know. It's, but but, it's, but I think the important question is: Did you ever chew wax? Never, no, okay. I never got into that. Although I did wear, you talk about that. You talk, you talk about. I was thinking about that that fashion that was uh, when I was that age, and it was like Jimmy's or Jimmy Z t shirts and jams and three swatches. I mean, we're talking about oh, yeah. 1987, yeah. 1988, and how many swatches um, did you have? Oh my god, I think I had three or four. But I would found a couple, and but you'd have to wear them all oh. at once. You yep. found a couple. Found no, I found a Meanwhile, clear one. Meanwhile, some people lost a couple. <laughs> yeah. Did you have swatch guards? Yeah, Remember of course. Remember the swatch guard, which was just swatch like a little. Guards. It was like I, I, yeah, I had those. It was like one of the rubber bands that you would have in your braces. Yeah. But just wrapped around a watch. And you paid a lot more money. Right, a lot more expensive, and mm-hmm. it fit your swatch. All right, I think we need to talk about who here had braces. That's important. Oh. But first, I need to address. What I brought up before, because right now listeners are like, ha ha, who the fuck are you people? <laughs> Where are Gary, Matt, Chris, and Kaylin, and what the fuck is going on? So anyway, um, so, you know, as I'm sure everyone knows at this point, I no longer work with Adam Carolla. I was fired. It was crazy. Uh, I did not see it coming. Um and I'm fine, though. Everything's going to be okay. Continuing the show. Very, very excited about the future and all of that. Um, but... Initially, they were told that they could come on the show, and or they told me that they wanted to to you know pass it by the powers that be and let them know. And I thought that was a good idea, and everything was fine. And I was actually really heartened. Like, I wondered what was going to happen to the Thursday show when the shit went down, because it was always very easy to record before because they were always just hanging out around the studio anyway. So, you know, we had our set record time and Jenna would have to travel from not very far away. So it was so easy. But for them, it was just walking into the studio. Right. So, you know, they all are very overworked and maybe not overworked, but I mean, they are very, they have a ton of work and they are spread very thin. And so I figured having to drive 40 minutes, I don't know if they're going to want to do that or not. Um, but so I sent an email just explaining that, you know, I love having you guys on the show. I love the mix of personalities. Um, I would love if, if you want to, if you want to continue, I'd love that, but I completely understand if it's just too inconvenient or whatever. Um, and I was so happy when they all wrote back and said they wanted to continue you even Kaylin a man of very few words <laughs> and so then they came over last week and Jenny you were here yeah. and it was so much fun it was great episode. so yeah. and Kaylin really came out of his shell I was gonna say I feel like we finally got to know Kaylin <laughs> yes for I the think first the listeners time. probably do too yeah um he's someone who flushes while he's still sitting on the toilet which is like who the does craziest that? thing that ever scares me I know I, know, I told it sounds you sounds dangerous I, right yeah, I feel it's like, like get flushed down no yeah. I heard that, that there was a news story about some old lady on a cruise ship who flushed all her insides out yes they that's have the is that a is that an urban I myth? I think that's that an like, urban myth. No, it's not an urban myth. Is it bad that I just got like? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been constipated for a while. Continue the story. Sorry. Go on a cruise. So anyway, um, my heart was so full having them here, and it was so much fun, and it was so, and everyone was in, it was so happy, and it was great. Um, but I almost liken it to 
in a time, I'm going to say something and I don't think it's going to make sense, but maybe you guys can help me make sense of it. Um, it's like that trope in a time travel movie where two people are not supposed to be together, but then like someone travels back in time and they're together for a little while and everything is great and wonderful. But then it's like this big, you know, you know that it's not going to last. Like something's going to rip them apart again. I almost now almost feel like that's how that was. Like it was too good to be it true. Was, yeah. We enjoyed it too much. It was, Everyone was too happy. And there was a different vibe being in DRS dining room studios, <laughs> which I, I don't think that's going to stick. I wish I, I already wish I hadn't said it. There was a different vibe here than there. I think because we were closer. We were yes. in. It was much more intimate. Right. And we all kind of like were relaxed and could kind of breathe a little more. Yeah. yeah, and you didn't have the two guys behind the glass. I mean, the listeners don't really know the setup at the old right. studio, but it's like um, you had Gary and Kalen in another room. Behind right. glass. You and know? K- Kalen, and he, what he said, he's like, I had to push a button to talk. Mm-hmm. So Right, so it was too hard <laughs> for him to do that. And right. then he came out of his shell when he didn't have to. So Right. Yeah. Goodbye button. Hello, Kalen. Yeah. But now goodbye, <laughs> Kalen. So anyway... Evidently, um, after doing the show, it turns out that it's not okay for them to do the show. So that's kind of where we're at now. And that wasn't their decision. Um, I don't believe it was. No, <laughs> that's my understanding. Um, is that no, it wasn't. So here's the thing: they're in an impossible spot. I do not fault them at all for what's. I mean, obviously, there's a part of me that wishes they were like. had not had had made some other kind of decision but i completely understand i mean but that's just the the most you know the the right the human part of me the human part of me of course but um the rest of me which is also the human part of me what am i saying i don't know (laughs) i am you know what honestly i'm trying to be so careful talking about this i feel like i'm like negotiating a hostage crisis situation or something (laughs) i don't want them to get in trouble and i am yeah so that's why i'm kind of stumbling over my words um anyway don't say anything shitty to them on twitter because they're in an impossible situation and if anything thank them for the time that they were on the show because they were great and they helped build the show and um or they helped build the thursday show and we got so much enjoyment out of them being on the show and i you know the door is always open if they ever find themselves in a situation where they can come back that'd be wonderful we'll have to have like a secret ice skating meetup (laughs) i know (laughs) i know because i'm like i'm never gonna see them i have to find a way to go see them or something because i that was my time to hang out with them was the podcast we're all those people in fedoras and fake mustaches (laughs) ice skating (laughs) right (laughs) I'm trying so here's the thing. <laughs> oh my I'm god, sorry, I like, hate this. This is such a dance. Yeah. I'm- I hate this because I wish I could just unfucking load and it would be so cathartic to just let out every thought I have and all my rebuttals and all my this and all my that and it's just like I don't want to do it though What's because what scares me about doing it? I don't want to get into the mud and I don't want to further this like crazy controversy. And I just, I feel like it's become vicious, not on, not on my part, but I feel like, um, it's clear that 
viciousness is a place that people will go. And I don't want to even, I don't want to feed that beast and I don't want to deal with that. You know, a way around it. I was talking to my therapist about this when I was dealing with my Zachary Quinto bullshit that I think I talked about last time. Um, she was like, well, you don't have to say anything publicly about your stance or, or, you know, what they did wrong or how you feel about it. All you have to say is the things that hurt you about it. So it's like, you know, you know what? This person said this and it hurt me. You can kind of say that. Right. And get around it. Because you're not saying, you're just saying what's out there and that it hurt you. And it makes the other person look like even more of an asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, all of it, all yeah. of it hurt me because I feel like it was so uh, distorted. But at the same time, I think, you know, something's up with him and with my former employer and he's going through something, it seems. And I hope he finds peace, and I wish him the best. Going Wendy Williams. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't she hate him? Oh, I don't know if she actually hates him, but yeah, they did have some oh, kind of, some kind also, of uh, conflict. about it, and I know there's fans out there that want that. And it's, you know, but it's like talking about it just keeps you rooted in the past. And honestly, when you engage in this stuff, and I have in my life gone through this where you – you have someone who's saying something about you and you and you feel the need to like hit back and then all that does is make the person hit back even harder and you just end up at a certain point going at, at what point do i disengage or whatever it's and it doesn't serve anybody it, right it, i mean the, if you the, want to listeners are smart and can figure out what the actual truth is you i just trust. know there's there's another way of looking at everything there's and there's you know just make yeah. up your own mind. There's a lot of information that wasn't put yeah. out. Yeah. Wasn't released. If you continue this, everyone will be miserable. It'll just end There's... with everyone being miserable. Yes. And you've yeah, handled I think... it so well so far, and, and you've been so classy, and just... Have I already fucked that up on this show? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, and you can't win on Twitter, either, and you can't no. win no. on the internet. Like, you can say something, and you think that, okay, this is a good thing to say, and then... <laughs> And then you just get so much shit anyway, and people are so awful because they. And it's just like, let's just end that right now. Let's just move forward with positive vibes. Right. And, but know, I'm not and, saying that I won't revisit this in the future. But right now, I'm just trying to get past this. Because here's yeah. the thing: you can take away much of my Thursday gang, but you can't take away this show. No, and. I am still here and I'm not going anywhere and this thing that we've built is bigger than any one person and it's got momentum and I'm rebuilding from the ground up and I'm so glad that you guys are all on board and thank you so much. All right. Yes, please. I want to tell you because, you know, I've listened to this show since you started. I'm a fan. of. I've listened to all the episodes. Um, So I'm coming at it with that perspective where like, when I walked in the door, you're like, oh, you know, have you heard about what's going on? And, and honestly, I only listen to your show. So I think you're – don't overthink the general public's consensus or what they're – you know what I mean? Like if anybody's tweeting you negative shit, it's probably just people who weren't going to listen to your show in the first place. Right. Don't fucking matter. Because the people like me who actually enjoy your show aren't in the drama. We don't really know too much about We only know what you told us about it. Right. Um, Thank so, you. I mean, that's so, yeah. another reason to not to – not 
revisit the drama is that I feel like there's a lot of listeners who are like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I don't. And, and also, at the end of the day, I think people enjoy high emotion, but I don't think anyone wants really enjoys this like this is not i feel bad i feel bad for the listeners i feel like for people who are parents of divorces has got to be bringing flashbacks to them or causing flashbacks because like you shouldn't have to choose you can love you can listen to everyone and you can love everyone and you shouldn't feel compelled you shouldn't feel divided i don't think that's fair but it is very it is as a listener once again it is very entertaining and interesting to listen to when you when you guys all talk about it but also i mean if you're our new best friend, we need to see you when you're down and when you're struggling. <laughs> that really makes you a friend. Well, so. that's the yeah. I mean, that's the other thing too, though, is that I don't want to act like everything's so hunky dory and a okay and like, hey, yeah, I can, you know, go ahead, mistreat me, no big whoop, I'm fine. Um, I'm not thrilled with the way everything went down, even though I think he has every right to make the show he wants to make. I think that a lot of the stuff that's happened since has left me um, a little bit not thrilled and I'm bummed about the Thursday show. I'm so happy that you guys are here. I don't, I hope, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like, I'm, I'm sad that that was a casualty of all of this. Uh, and I don't, I don't, I still don't understand why. And it seems unnecessary to me. Um, but the thing is, it'll, it'll all turn out. Okay. But even that, even the fact that, even though you're not telling everybody, and I don't even know exactly what happened, it even more so makes the other person look like a piece of shit. They would take away that, the Thursday show. You know what I'm saying? Like, it even more so makes you look like the, I mean, like, come on. If people aren't rooting for you, then what the fuck? Well, thank you. They should. My understanding, and I'm, you know, there's not a lot of communication right now between the guys and me. um, So I'm hearing from a lot of people in the know but it's not don't hurt them it's yeah, not don't them hurt the guys you, i mean imagine they wouldn't they're gonna miss this too they well you that's know, what i was gonna like, say it's not fun for that's them. what i was gonna say that's what i've heard is that they're really bummed yes yeah. seriously don't give them shit yeah no, just don't they're in a tough them. tough tell spot them right tell now. them if you liked what they did on this show tell them that like Give them some positive energy. I think that, honestly, there's been so much negativity. And I just feel like, let's start spreading positivity. Let's, I, I don't want to sound cheesy here, but like let's spread the love and give them love on Twitter. How about that? Yes. You know, I don't think anybody needs any hate right now. Um, especially those guys. So. Yeah. You know what else people what people do need right now though? Delicious home cooked meals from Blue Apron. Shane, do you know Blue Apron? I am very aware. You are. Mm-hmm. And Trevor, you're about to shack up with your new lady. When does that happen? Uh, sometime between mid February and, and March. Okay. Well, do you we guys don't have a specific date? Do you guys cook together? Uh, the answer we have just be. started yes. cooking a lot together. Oh, perfect! Ooh. Then you need Blue it's like Apron. A thing we do. It is. It is. A thing. Tell me about this. Is what Blue you need apron. for your thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Let's say you and your gal want to make a lovely dinner. You don't want to have to go to the store. We fight, find a recipe, and then go to the store and try to find the things, and you end up buying too much, and then you don't know what to do with it, and then you have to like cut it all up and it's just a real so frequently. doesn't it it's a real pain in the ass with blue apron they send you a box with all the ingredients you need in the perfect proportions you need to make a delicious healthy meal it's just 9.99 a meal they send the ingredients right to your door exact right proportions you can be just like rachel ray with all your little dishes 
And a garbage bowl. I mean, they don't send you the garbage bowl, but that's her thing. That's the Rachel Ray thing. But anyway, uh, simple recipe instructions. So I don't know what everyone's cooking level is. Low. Mine's pretty low. I've made Blue Apron you recipes have. for you. Yes, you have. Yes, and only one was a disaster, but I didn't have enough counter space. It wasn't it was a disaster. A bit, no, it was my own fault, though, because I didn't have enough counter space for uh, more than one bowl. <laughs> oh. So I have room for more You're not helping bowl. me right now with calling it a disaster is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, Wait, but it was delicious It was anyway. delicious. Wait, really, ha- all the rest were delicious. <laughs> Wait, well, now It was we a have, delicious disaster. Now we have to go into it. What kind of disaster was it? I'm trying to remember. No, it was like I was just trying to find something where oh, I could put I know, all the ingredients where you, together. Where suddenly you're like, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> right? I was just... Because suddenly you're class. you're down a pan or something. Yeah, I was. Yeah, but, but for most people, <laughs> no. This is why I haven't been on air, everybody. <laughs> no. no, that's not true. But anyway, there are a lot of other reasons. It's, <laughs> <laughs> they give you these recipe cards and they have it all broken down with pictures, and it's super easy. Meals are 500 to 700 calories per serving. That you'd never guess it, given how delicious they are, um, and it's idiot proof, except for Daniel. They work around your schedule. I'm just kidding. Well, it's not moron proof. <laughs> <laughs> they work around your schedule and your dietary preferences. Cooking takes about half an hour. Shipping is always free. They never send you the same meal twice. This week, chicken mulligatani soup with kohlrabi and basmati rice, pistachio-crusted catfish with Israeli couscous, roasted fennel, and orange salad, roasted heirloom root vegetable salad with radicchio, hazelnuts, Kara Kara orange shallot. These are all good carbs yeah, for the opening carb. Um, these are just a few of the things that you can get. So cook incredible meals and be blown away by the quality and freshness with Blue Apron. See what's on the menu this week and get your first two meals free by going to blueapron.com slash Allison. That's right. Two meals free just for going to blueapron.com slash Allison. Okay. So much stuff to talk about. I want to hear about... Trevor, in your relationship, I want to hear about Shane and winning the chair. And Can you write dead grandma down? I have a thought. But we'll get to it later. <laughs> I want to hear about that. Yeah. Um, need to hear about Daniel and Jenna's stuff as well. But let's... Okay, well, so people don't really know Trevor. That's let's get true. to know Trevor oh, a little okay. bit. Because I feel like it's rare that you're a lawyer, but you're a Buddhist. <laughs> Is that how you're billing me these days? Well, how should I be billing you? I don't know. That's fine with me. Those are both true. Those are both facts. In your book, right? Like the Buddhist lawyer. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, I actually have a blog that that was my shtick, but then it, but it was more than it turned out to be more about Buddhism than the law. So Mm. what are you going to do? I see that Matthew McConaughey movie. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I love that. But then (laughs) that's cool. Well, the other thing about you is that you have a crazy fascination with Taylor Swift. I do. I have that too. All of those things, mm. yes. Do you know her, Shane right Dawson? Taylor Swift. I, okay. We'll get to that later. Shane Dawson, and you might... We have a beef right now. You do? You might yeah, not you know, do. but Shane Dawson is huge among the young people set because he's like a gigantic YouTuber okay, no, and has a thousand... <laughs> he's enormous. Obese, if we will. And has a thousand zillion fans. Um, so hence, I feel like you might actually know Taylor Swift. We'll continue with him. Okay. Well, I mean, I got (laughs) (laughs) wow. So I I actually found out that Taylor Swift was eating in a restaurant in my neighborhood yesterday, and my friend had a date in that restaurant, and I was very disappointed that I wasn't there. Did he send photos or anything? It was a she, and she did not. 
she was too worried about whether she was having a good date with this guy or not to send me photos of Taylor Swift. Really? How selfish. I know. <laughs> my God. Uh, but, but this new relationship I'm in. Yes. Um, so we were talking about like our song. Like she, I'm, we'll just use her name. Sheila's been very into like our songs, but she wants it of, of the time, like right now. So she wanted to use it. Was it Blank Spaces is, is Taylor Swift's new song? I'm not the Starbucks fan. Star- yeah. Starbucks lover. And um, <laughs> what is it? It's something like I'm a... I'm a uh, nightmare dressed as a daydream. I'm mm-hmm. like, this can't be our song. It's not. It's not happy enough. It's not. It's very no. And the video a disturbing is song. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like song. I'm a crazy yeah. person. Date me song. I know. You know. I keep saying that, but like taken. <laughs> take. I get her point too. Like taken as separate lines. There are a few really nice lines in there. I believe that. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's like our wedding. Song. I know. We wanted to do <laughs> oh. beyond. We wanted to do beyond the sea. Yes. We both separately, for some reason, just got that song in our head and thought this would be good. And I was like, oh, we're perfect for each other because we both separately wanted to do this song. And then, remember, we thought it was like someone waiting for someone. Right. And then I looked into it, and it's actually someone who died <laughs> beyond the sea. Yeah. Um, so then we decided not to do that song as our... My whole world changed. I found out it was about his dead mom. Yeah. Anyways. What's Drops Drops of Jupiter? Uh, tell me, did you fall from oh, the yeah. town? Oh. I didn't know that. Remember last time? I, that was a song that I first masturbated to when I was like 12. <laughs> My brain is exploding right now because I feel like... Everybody knows you shaded for an obvious reason. Continue. <laughs> no, because I feel like that song wasn't as long ago as you were 12. Yeah, it was. But it was, I guess. Yeah. That just makes... Uh, the whole thing makes me feel old. How old were we? When we first masturbated? No. <laughs> when that song was out. I don't know. How old are you? Someone do some math. How long ago was that song out is the oh, question. Um, um, that was probably 2000, maybe. Wow. 26. Let's okay. take away 15. Right. Everything since the year 2000 just feels very recent to me. Because <laughs> I'm 500 years old. Yeah, yes. Okay, well, so anyway, any more about you? I don't know. What else do we have about me? Um... Oh, you should come back to me, I think. Okay, well, we'll, we'll circle back. <laughs> yeah, I think well, so. Well, congratulations on this I relationship. I had braces, since oh. you wanted to talk about that topic. <laughs> you, you were a good efficient. You were a great efficient. Yes. I mean, it was oh, really. Yeah. Right. Well, I think you have to... Oh, yes, because, yeah, officiating your wedding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Were there other times you were an efficient? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just I don't think of myself as an efficient. Yeah. Or efficient? Is that the word? Efficient? Efic- I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just right? think of marrying t- you two. Yeah. But then when I say that, that doesn't sound right either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we're married. Right. Like, yeah, like you guys all got married. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was one of my favorite days in my whole life, actually. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about this. It's been a long time since you've been in a relationship Correct. that seems as wonderful as this one. Daniel and She's I met lovely. her. We loved her. Oh, yeah, we, we love, love her. you guys together. We sound Can, like when I, I, I actually have a bone. I have a bone to pick with Uh-oh. you. So you met her. You were at dinner with yes. her, and I stepped away from the table. Yes, and apparently there were the whole yes, time. Yes, no. there were there were questions asked, and what I understand, one of the questions that was asked was. What's Trevor's worst quality? What's wrong with him? Yeah, I you know I yeah. feel like that's sort of like when an employer says like What's your weakness? And you're supposed to, you know, and you're supposed to say that you work too hard. I feel like yeah. I accidentally answered that one honestly. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually I don't even how you're supposed you... to answer that. How you answered it apparently was I'm stubborn. Now I can't argue with that, <laughs> but still, come on, Allison, <laughs> have my back. I feel like that was having your back. Really. <laughs> Yeah. So Sheila asked Allison, <laughs> Trevor went yes. to the bathroom, and then oh, she's she like, 
No, no. Why no. would she do well, that? She, she, she wants to know the truth about Trevor. Yeah, yeah. she's like, what's the, you she's away. like, what do I need to know about him? What's the truth? Yeah. And I, we, I said nothing but good things. And I said, yeah, we were really... I think he might have a tendency to be stubborn. I was just trying to it's important be honest. Her to might. We're trying to protect her. My baby. Trevor, yeah. in the short period of time we knew her, we already were more loyal to her than you. So we had to protect her. No. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. Wow, that's harsh, man. I'm kidding. Okay. That's how much we like her. No, no, no. I don't even remember anything negative being said. You don't remember the whole dinner? Is that no, what you're saying? No, no. Um, so it's been a long time since I've been in a relationship. Yes. I've never been in a relationship. But wait, how did the good. stubborn part go over? Did it not go over well? No, no, no. I actually, feel like if that's I, the worst quality, then that's like an amazing person. No, we recently had a conversation. I don't remember who said said it first, but basically someone, one of us, said something like, you know, you're really controlling and stubborn. And the other person said... Yes, and so are you. And then we smiled, and it was done. Oh, yeah. That's so it's so okay cute. if you deal with two controlling, stubborn mm-hmm. people, and they acknowledge it. I think it can work. It's my current Just experience. Wait. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, you're like doom and gloom over there. I'm not liking the vibe. <laughs> no, it's going to be great. I love okay. her, and I love you. Okay, you thank have you. really great teeth. Ever since you said the braces thing, I can't stop looking at. I have really good teeth. Yeah, uh, I feel like they're all crooked, crooked. Because my dentist back in the day when he did my teeth was like, "You, we have to leave them a little crooked so it doesn't look like you had." Braces. That's smart. Like, what? That's, that's like leaving oh the boobs. That's, that's like, like the whole point. Of, yeah. yeah. Of braces. Yes. Yes. What? I know. Does he still practice? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I have to think about it. Did I have braces in Newport Beach? I don't think so. So it would have been in Massachusetts. So maybe that was like a Massachusetts mentality. Because it would shock me that in Orange County. There's no way. Massachusetts, they're like, you don't want to look too good here. Because you'll get beat up on the street. You already look like a Massachusetts 10. So (laughs) let's just stop that. (laughs) Right. Um, All right. So Shane, dead grandma, Taylor Swift. And I also want to know what the the chair controversy was. And you have to tell them what the chair is. Okay. So the dead grandma actually is related to something you said earlier, which was that the Thursday show, it felt too good to be true. And then it died. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you guys are aware of this. I've been researching a lot. Um, So, you know, my grandma died like, I don't know, four years ago. And she was dying in the hospital couldn't talk to her she was all the machines inside of her and then one night we were there and she woke up no machines pulled the tube out and she was like hey why am i here <laughs> totally normal she's like turn on the tv turn on that midget show and then like they brought <laughs> they she loved little people big world they brought her in the meatloaf she was eating the meatloaf and hanging out we were talking and joking and laughing it was amazing and then the doctor took me aside and i'm like she's made a turn and he's like so this is a phenomenon where, you know, before somebody dies, sometimes they have like their body or whatever, their God, whoever, whatever it is, you, whatever you believe in, brings them back for one last time to have their last meal, talk to their family, say their goodbyes. Wow. And then in the morning they're gone. And I was like, okay, you fucking dream crusher. <laughs> like what? And he was right. She died the next morning. It was insane. Aww, I mean, it was wow. great. But yeah, it's yeah. nice that you had that one last night, but still. But I researched it. It happens all the time oh. and in the same kind of way like there's documentaries about it I forget what the what it's called one last something but it's terrifying so if someone amazing. seems healthy be worried be worried mm-hmm. anyways <laughs> you know, I've heard of those things happening my grandpa similar thing happened a lot of people came to visit him he had these great visits with people and then the next morning he passed oh, away as well yeah. and then another friend of mine my mom lives in a neighborhood there's a lot of older people in her neighborhood that she's friends with or whatever and another woman passed away in her neighborhood and she was just sitting in her chair and she turned to her caretaker who was there and said 
Um, I think I'm going to go now. Oh my god! And oh then god. died. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! Like she just kind of knew. And I'm went. so glad I don't have that power because I've had so many moments where I'm like, I want to go now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I don't have that power. But can oh. you imagine? I mean, oh. was she in pain? I mean, she was just in her chair. Wow. In the afternoon, relaxing, and said, "I think I'm ready to go. I'm going to go now." Wow. wow. And passed away. Have yeah. you guys ever seen anybody die? It's crazy. Um, you have? Yeah, I saw her die. She, oh, right. But she was laying there, and her eyes were really crazy glossy. She wasn't blinking. She was staring up at the ceiling. She was, like, talking to what she thought was God, and she's grabbing for it, and she was seeing all her dead relatives. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. And my uncle, who's a hardcore atheist, was like, I, I think I believe in God now, but I'm, like, struggling with it, because it was so intense to watch. Wow. And, and, yeah, and then she just, like, <sighs> Did you know <laughs> the moment that she had died? Mm-hmm. You could tell. Oh, yeah. I mean, the doctor was with us. We were all, like, standing around her, and it was very, very intense. Yeah. This was four years ago? I think so. 2010? Five years ago? Oh, God. Five years ago. Mm. Yeah. But it was insane. And then the, her friend came, who had seen a lot of her friends die, and went, right when she walked in the room, we were all kind of, like, hoping maybe my grandma's okay, and her friend just walked in and went, mm, I see death in those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but she was right. <laughs> like, wow. wow. Astute. Yeah. yeah. Keep her around. So what's your Taylor Swift story? Speaking of death. Um, uh, so I, here's a deal. So, you know, as a YouTuber, you do a lot of parodies of music videos. I try not to make fun of the artist too much because, I don't know, I want to be a little more creative than that. So for her blank space for your song, um, I, she, you know, her music video is about a girlfriend going crazy and killing her boyfriend. So my idea was how about it's a how about it's a music video where I don't really like her music and my girlfriend's like listen to it and then I'm like okay fine I'll listen to it and then I become obsessed with it I'm like this is great she's my soulmate everything she's saying is about me and then I become the crazy obsessed boyfriend and then I eventually kill my girlfriend go to Taylor Swift's house and decide that we don't have chemistry so instead I wear her skin and become her mm-hmm. it was actually <laughs> tastefully right. done um, no it was a great video one of my favorites I'd ever done I put so much time into it money into it so many people worked on it and uh, and it was doing really well and then it was gone and I was like uh, what and uh, and YouTube called us and said, uh, what happened was Sony took it down. And we said, why? They said, let us get the information. Came back. Sony told us that they took it down because Taylor Swift and her managers didn't like it. That can happen? What? Uh, exactly. And this is, by the way, the same weekend that the interview thing was happening. And oh, I'm like, right. okay. First of all, you guys are like, freedom of speech. And like, who cares about Kim Jong, whatever. And But but Taylor Swift can take down a video. That, by the way, wasn't making fun of her at all. Right. Like, can take down a video because she doesn't like it. And there's millions of other parodies out there making fun of her and calling her a bitch and all these things. I, I didn't do that. So now we're still fighting it. Now we're going to have to sue them. And it's like a nightmare. Under wow. what grounds can they get it taken down? They that it's it the, the music? Copyright. Oh. But what about? It's a parody. Yeah. So right. there's, that doesn't stand at all. But they're just waiting. They're just like taking their slow ass, sweet ass time with it because they just want the song to not be popular anymore. So they'll put my video back up and it won't get views. Right. But it's not even about the views. It's, you know, it's about the principle of it. You can't take down a video because you don't like it. Right. But like, what? that's what scares me about her in general because I was talking about her over Christmas because she did this thing where she like 
sent gifts to her fans and made this video and put it out on Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve or something like that. And I remember thinking, like, the people around her or whoever is guiding her career are so powerful Mm -hmm. because they can just, like... I mean, they just do things that you're like... I wouldn't have even thought to do that. How? Who's like the the brain how behind you all YouTube? of this? How do you exactly <laughs> like, like how powerful is this machine that is the Taylor Swift? Because she just seems like this little young whatever. Like I, so, it's amazing to me. Like who's behind right this the wizard machine? Yeah, exactly. There. So I went to a Taylor Swift concert. The last <laughs> concert. <laughs> Who'd you go with? I went with my cousin. Um, because she had tickets and the minute she got the tickets, all of her friends were like, please take me, take me. But then she remembered that all of her friends had been making fun of Taylor Swift, but that I really liked Taylor (laughs) Swift. So we went and I engaged in knocking over preteen girls to try to touch Taylor Swift. But setting that aside, what I think is interesting on your machine point is that she's so what would have been in the past considered sold out she's so overtly sold out like before the concert she's up on a screen selling coke and selling her american greetings cards and all sorts of things but it's like completely normal and accepted and not a problem at all and i just find that i, I find that really interesting what we saw right. shane dawson yeah. on on the airplane oh, no. it was a f- I think it was Frontline. It was a documentary about YouTubers. Tyler Oakley was on it. Um, I'm pretty sure you were on it. I'm pretty sure you were on it as well. Um, That's got to be what it was. No. Was it bad? Right? Isn't that what it was? I thought he was hosting something. Oh, Lord. (laughs) What is this? Were we on the same plane? (laughs) No. You're not thinking of AJ Jacobs, are you, in his TED Talk? No. Okay, because we saw someone else who had been on my show on no. someone else's screen on the no, plane as well. No. It'll come to us. But anyway, or I, it'll come, and by that I mean Daniel, try to remember it because I don't remember it. I will. Okay, but anyway, um, so this this documentary about YouTubers, I think I'm pretty sure it was about YouTubers, um, and the popularity of of that with the teens and stuff was making the point. No, 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 no. Sorry, it wasn't about YouTube. It was. It was about the the like generation. generation. Yes, were you in I, that? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even know, but I've heard of it. Okay. Um, yes, that must have been what it was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they asked kids what does sellout mean, mm-hmm. and they didn't know. They yeah. thought it meant like what did they think? I, I they thought they didn't know what it meant in the same way that we know what it means. Yeah. Like it's not a phenomenon that kids are familiar with. Oh, two, this is crazy. I was just talking about this the other day with my friend. So 2008, when you know, around when I first started YouTube, about five YouTubers were chosen by Carl's Jr. to do little ads in their videos. Like, ooh, this burger is so good. Go buy one at Carl's Jr. Um, and it went over so terribly. I think I parodied it because I didn't get asked to do it. So, of course, I just made fun of it. Um, and... Uh, and yeah, it went over so poorly. I mean, just the audience just revolted, hated it, hated it, hated it. And now you can't watch a YouTube video of these young YouTubers without 10 different ads. I mean, I watched one the other day and it was this girl and she's just like, hey guys, I love you guys so much. By the way, Nature Box and also audible.com. I love audiobooks because I can't read. Like literally, <laughs> she get, like 20 different product placements and I looked through the comments, zero comments about it. And I'm like, this is insanity to me, which makes me think that like all those smart kids grew up from 2008 and now it's kids who just, this is just the norm to them, which is kind of great for us. It is great for us since we both have advertisers. I mean, I think the thing is now 
It's one thing when there was just one authoritative voice, like here's your television and here's your channels and we're telling you what to buy and we're shaping your experience and your reality. But now so many people are doing their own thing and they have their YouTube channels, their podcasts or whatever, and sponsorships are the way that you keep yourself in business. And I do think that the kids, I think they're either savvy enough to get that or they're just used to it and so it doesn't bump them. There isn't there isn't this sort of indie... DIY punk aesthetic that there was at least when I was growing up of like you do it just for for the love. Well, and the fact yeah. that you discover I'll discover new music from commercials these days. I mean, that's actually a legitimate way bands get discovered. That that when we were you know coming up in the world, that was the worst it, thing you could do. Right to to give your your music to a car commercial right. or something, and now it's a huge. It's an honor to be in a car commercial. Yeah. Okay, so is there any form of music now that is like rock and roll 40 years ago? Or punk? Yeah, with that same aesthetic? With that aesthetic. God. I don't I think, think about so. that a lot, um, and I don't know if there is. I mean, right. there's still there, punk, and there's still rock, but there, it's I feel not like really there's mainstream. some DJ somewhere who would say that he's that. Yeah, I mean, I bet there <laughs> is, and that we just don't know about it, yeah, because we're not plugged right. into that. Underground rap. Yeah, yeah authentic. Well... I think authenticity is important mm-hmm. uh, in rap. Yeah, I mean, but I don't think I don't we're know. talking about it not being authentic. I mean, I think your show is very authentic, but you also have sponsors, and yeah. um, I'm sure you actually feel strongly about your sponsors. You really like your sponsors. So, yes, I do. Um, I don't know. I just, I think, well, I was actually thinking this when I've been listening to your podcast recently, because it's very, um, it reminds me of like, like 1950s television when you would just have these shows and in black and white, and then you would get, and they would hold the product up and talk to you about it. It's very similar to that. It's like we've reverted back in time a little bit. So I'm going to build a sound effects booth. Like those old, like those old. (laughs) Well, we're going back in time so we can do like. Then it started to thunder. Oh, okay. Someone's at the door. Dots, please. (laughs) (laughs) Thought it was obvious. You guys aren't familiar with the history of radio. I almost built a foam pit in my last apartment. Sorry. What? Phone <laughs> phone pit. Phone? What's a phone pit? Okay, here's my plan. My plan was to take the living room, because n- me and my brother were living together at the time, and neither of us ever sat in the living room. We were always in our rooms. We were like, oh, dude, what if we put up like a net across the whole living room, fill it with those cool foam cubes that you see at like those gymnastics places, Yeah. and then maybe have like a TV or something. Everybody could jump in the foam pit, watch TV, hang out. It was such a genius idea. We never did it. No. <laughs> it's not too late. No. You and Lisa could do it. It would be a cleaning. Oh, she with her germophobia? No, it would be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, how does that work? So that came out on the Monday show that yeah. she's a bit germophobic. Yeah. doesn't work. Because <laughs> are you well. very clean? Uh, I, don't mean, I don't mean hygiene-wise. Um, I just mean are you a neat person? Yes. I'm extremely neat, but I'm not... Um, like I, OCD I'm not like clean. Oh, <laughs> like you're everything's tiny, in order. Clean. Yeah, I don't like yeah. scrub things. I mean, I make sure every, there's no like poop anywhere. <laughs> but like, that's the extensive <laughs> starting point. This is a poop free zone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the baseline. Just make sure there's not poop everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I leave a lot of weird little things around the house she doesn't like. Clutter. No, more like I roll up paper and and um, put it in my nose to make me sneeze. 
What? I call it nose fucking. It's, <laughs> it's where you take a Do pointy. Go on. You take a pointy object, like a tiny. Oh, mixing straws, perfect. I have some of those at my house. I've been doing that, and you put it in your nose and you t- tickle, tickle around, tickle around, and it'll make you sneeze. Because uh-huh. sneezing is my favorite thing. I never knew this. Yeah, and I, I'll literally lay there and sneeze thirty times in a row, and it's ecstasy. Why uh, do you like sneezing so I don't much? Know. It's so great. I don't know childhood issues. <laughs> Probably releasing. Do you do this every day? Every day. So it's like in the car, which is bumpy. Will you hit a point where you can't keep sneezing? No. It doesn't exhaust itself. <laughs> one time, my eyes. I got one of those. Um, what is it called? Where one of my uh, like a broken a blood vessel. Yeah, yeah, like a broken blood oh. vessel. Because I was constantly, constantly, right. constantly. You can get those from throwing oh, up from too hard. Sneezing so many times. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. From <laughs> look at you, proud. <laughs> from vomiting too much. That's right. <laughs> Back in my drinking days, I was that girl who throws up everywhere. Oh, I, went right, I went right to bulimia. This is oh, no. I know. I did just like, Allison. No, no. I tried. I just oh, couldn't yeah. do it. <laughs> I did not have what it took to be bulimic. Allison, yeah. um, you're a failed bulimic? Yes, I am. I don't mean to make light of this, even though I'm going to make light of it. But I just, I no matter how many times I shoved my fingers down my throat, I could not get anything to come up. And it was mm. so deeply, deeply unpleasant. And like mm. my eyes would water, my nose would water. And, you know, maybe I get like, but I couldn't, I never knew how to bring up the whole meal. (laughs) Diet Coke and milkshake and mix that with whatever you're eating. I just heard about that from intervention. The woman, she was like, if you don't drink Diet Coke with whatever you eat and it's not coming up. But I was always drinking Diet Coke. A lot though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. (laughs) I I tend to find vomiting too unpleasant anyway. It's awful. As much as I, as much as the binge would be pleasant, the purge makes it too unpleasant. To me, the worst thing ever is, for some reason, when I was when I used to drink a lot, throwing up from drinking was fine. Maybe because I was already out of it, because I was drunk. But that when you when you're sick and you can't leave the bathroom because you're throwing up every six minutes, Mm -hmm. that that to me is like that's Mm -hmm. hell. I mean, sick, not drunk sick, but... Like, like stomach flu. Yes. It's horrible. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. This is a really, really uncomfortable segue, but I want to talk to you guys about tastingroom.com. <laughs> it's the only wine club that fits your personal tastes. It's really cool. They send you, for a few bucks, they send you a kit with sample-sized bottles of wine. You sip each one, and then you log on to their site, and you tell them which wines you like, and then they tell you what your wine personality is. I believe they call it your wine print. It's really cool. Um, They pick wines for you based on your taste. You get your first full case, which is 12 bottles one month later. Then the shipments come every three months from when you started, and you pay about $13 per bottle. Every other wine club on the planet sends you wine that they want you to drink, but thing with tasting room is that they let you taste first and buy second so it's i love this it's like just dialed in to your specific taste so if you don't like a particular selection no problem they'll send you a new bottle and they have a 100 percent satisfaction guarantee so head over to tastingroom.com slash allison to get your tasting kit for 9.95 that's all it takes to get wines you love delivered to your door again go to tastingroom.com slash allison for the wine club where your taste is the only one that matters and maybe my taste too i mean not really but i just feel like don't forget about me. Okay. <laughs> All right. We hit dead ground. We hit Taylor Swift. What's your the chair controversy? So the uh, chair is a reality show that you were on. Yeah. So long story short, uh, the people that did Project Greenlight um, made the chair, which was they took one movie script and they gave it to two directors, different directors, and uh, 
same budget, and then we both made our movies. They documented it, and then both movies came out, and then uh, the public would vote, and then one person would be the winner. Um, so I went into it. It was awesome. I, you know, we both kind of rewrote the scripts, and we both made the movies we wanted to make. And from the beginning, uh, one of the producers, uh, Zachary Quinto made it pretty obvious he did not like me um not because he knew me because he just doesn't like youtube and he doesn't understand it and blah 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 um and just like by the way so i heard from his friend that he read my script the rewrite and was like this is really funny i really like this um so he knew what the script was well when the movie was done and he watched it he went apeshit bananas on the show like on camera saying this is the worst movie he's ever seen it's so offensive he's so sad because it's so offensive and it made him angry and he doesn't want anybody to see it he wants his name off it it's literally less offensive than the script. I mean, way less offensive than the script. So it was all bullshit. He just didn't want me to win. He was best friends with the other director. It was a total disaster. Um, so yeah, so I had to deal with like, God. So they told me about the situation, how much he hated me, how he took his name off my movie, whatever. And then for like the next six months, I had to go to like Comic-Con with him and like the, the all these like stars uh. events with him. And he was just... Yeah, how did he treat you? He treats everybody like shit, kind of. So it wasn't any different, but it was just the super fake. It's super just, just a shell of a person. Um, his partner was the one that really, really hated me. So it was just super annoying and uncomfortable. But then once the show started coming out, that's when they all went on Twitter. I mean, the other director, her husband, um, him, the producer, like they all started trashing me on Twitter hard, mm. trashing my audience, retweeting my audience whenever they'd say something, stick up for me and be like, look at these fucking idiots, like bad. I mean, the other director's husband was just saying like the worst things about me and how I should never have been able to make a movie. Just craziness. Um, and then one of the producers, well, Zachary Quinto's partner, um, did a whole blog post on I think it was Variety or something like why Shane Dawson you know is a terrible director and this whole blog post about how much he hates me and my movie and how terrible it is and it wasn't it was actually Whoa. insane because yeah my movie yeah it's not for everybody but like we test screened it the audience loved it the rest of the producers loved it we ha we did have some good reviews of people that loved it so it was you can't say the movie's the worst movie of all time when you can't say that when it's when popular it's, when it's pop and right. then my movie did really really well it sold a lot and that pissed them off even more so then that that turned into look at america how disgusting america is for buying this and i was in the front of all of that so it's like oh. variety did an or not variety like wall street journal did an article that said shane dawson is an offensive homophobic racist yeah i oh. went through wow offensive yes. yes but not the other two yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> one out of three um yeah it was horrible so and i had it i didn't say one word why homophobic racist i have no idea i mean in my movie there's um, a hobo guy who eats his own poop it's like really stupid and obviously not his own poop Maybe it's a joke hobos eat poop so but here's, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> well here's the thing is he was black because he was the funniest actor I, I auditioned every race you see it on the show so now like they did oh you know in the first 10 minutes a black homeless man eats his own poop how racist and i'm like first of all you're racist for saying that yeah. <laughs> like what so, like what a black homeless guy why not just homeless guy i don't know um so yeah anything to turn it into i'm the worst person alive so yeah for six months i didn't say one word and I was like, you know what? This is going to feel even better when I win because my movie's fucking better and these people are horrible. And 
and whatever. And, now, why did you not say anything for those six months? Because I didn't, probably for the similar reasons you have. I mean, I, I didn't want to feel the fire. I didn't want to um, look like I was defensive and look like I, you know, because I knew the truth. I knew I'm not any of those things. And I would say things like, I'm not a racist or <laughs> I'm not homophobic. Um, but I wasn't really, there was a lot of petty drama. Yeah. A lot of like just name calling and things like that where I'm like, I don't do that as a person. Like, yes. In real like, life. It doesn't, yeah. Internet, like I could get into it, but that's not who I am. It doesn't no. feel right. And it's going to, and I want to take the high road, even though it is fucking hard when there's people pulling you down all the time. Um, but I was like, it's going to feel great when I take it. And when I finally get to the top of the mountain and I'm looking down at all those assholes who have been punching <laughs> me and they're all falling down the cliff and that's what happened. And now all those people are, have terrible reputations in Hollywood. They're never going to get jobs again. And, and I'm at the top of the mountain. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck Yay. them. Yeah. Um, you. At the top of the, you were at the top of the mountain. Thank you. There's something that we want to say to all those people, too. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. It just feels so good sometimes. Oh, yeah. Jenna, we haven't talked to you that much. What's going I know. on with you? Mm, it's been a slow week for me. I mean, I've been feeling a lot of, like, anxiety for you. I Thank feel you. like the last three days have just been... Like, I just am kind of, like, mad about it, I think, and just a little bit confused, too, by all of it. So that's been weird the last couple days. But I do want to say something about last week's episode, because I got a lot of feedback about something. A lot of people were offended that I sounded like I had a terrible time on my vacation to visit my husband's family in Ohio. Oh, I saw some Ohio I know, and I was like, I don't hate Ohio. I did have a great trip. I did make it sound like I was, like, bored or something. Mm -hmm. It was a very slow, like you were more charitable than I was about Tucson. I just... I just didn't, I, I had talked about it a lot. We'd been home for a while. So I think I just sounded less enthusiastic. Maybe. I thought it just sounded like there wasn't that much to do in Ohio. There wasn't, we didn't do a lot. I mean, I stayed at the home. We watched a lot of Netflix. I caught up on everything. I finished Gilmore Girls. You know, things <laughs> happened. And, but I didn't hate it. So I just want to make it clear. Right. I don't hate Ohio. I'm going to be going there a lot. It happens. And... That's pretty much all that happened to me this week. I can't think of much else is going on. I'm going to Idaho this weekend for a show. So if you're in Boise, I'm at Boise State University. Stuff like that. that so is it a stand-up show? Yeah, stand-up. And um, I'm talking a little bit about like uh, the movie that I did and a couple other things maybe at the end and some questions. Meet question the Mormons. you got to say what movie I know, Meet the Mormons. Um, and it's that's coming out on DVD soon. So there's going to be a little bit of that stuff. But... Um, yeah, I felt a lot of like, it's just been like, a, I don't know, this week's been weird. I've been, if we are in a love bus, I feel like there's like shit scattered all over the highway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever like, this it smells. Yeah. We gotta get past this, you know? <laughs> are we driving through Chino? <laughs> it's like the walking dead. We're like avoiding zombies trying to yeah. get out of town. Yeah, just get me out of here. So <laughs> anyway, I've been, uh, and I've also been writing jokes like in the dark for a while. Cause like when I work, I, I don't. I just forget to turn lights on and stuff. That's so I'll like work Daniel. for hours and then it'll be dark and then my husband will come home from work and be like, what's wrong with you, vampire woman? Yeah. And I don't know. It just, you just get in the zone and I don't need mm-hmm. it, the lights, whatever. So I feel like I've been in a dark room for three days. So there's that too. I have an <clears throat> important Ohio question. Mm-hmm. Didn't you leave your round brush there? Yes. <laughs> Did you get it back? <laughs> yes. But here's the funny thing. I left my round brush there the last time. Got it back. Like two years ago, But I ago, forgot right? my brush 
to Ohio, so I had to buy a brush Jesus. when I was there. No, oh, no. What's wrong with me? You got hair but problems. Because I remember that you left your round brush there, and you weren't going to replace it for some reason. You were just going to learn to live without a round yeah, brush, right? Yeah, and I right? did. But why? Why not just buy a new one? Because I... And by the way, this I'm a is rebel. This is <laughs> this is very gal chat, but we're not going to play the song because it's very, very, very long. <laughs> we talked about it. We listened to it. We love it. I just don't think we have that kind of time. <laughs> but I just want make no mistakes. This is gal chat right now. Well, I decided to live without it, and then my hairdresser, who you visited yes, once before, I did. Casey, she suggested that I didn't need a round brush. I could just use like a flat, wide brush. A paddle brush? A paddle brush, thank you. <laughs> a flat, wide one to do my hair instead, and it would give me w- the look I'm going for. Oh, that's one of those brushes that's round. <laughs> like, uh, like you twirl it. I can't use a round brush. They're hard to use both I always, ambidextrously. Yeah, that- <laughs> I always get my hair tangled in it, mm-hmm. and I yeah, I need a is third it for hand. Body? What's it for? To curl it under a little any bit. Any magazine article yeah. to give it a little bit of a uh, yeah twist. Flip or any mm-hmm. any magazine article you read will tell you that if you want to straighten your hair, you should use a round brush. Even as in like the Economist. Yes, yes. they all talked. Everyone yes. will tell you you're yeah. reading about. Yeah, you're reading about North Korea. Kim Jong Un uses a round brush. Yeah. when he does his hair, I, didn't re- I guess crazy. I never noticed that. Yeah, but it's like one of those things that you constantly see in magazines. You know, like The Economist. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's tips like how to take your look from day to night, and there's things in there that no one ever actually does. Never. And I think the preponderance of round brushes in those articles is not <laughs> representative of how many people actually use a round brush even though you used one. Round brushes are hard anyway. Like, you have to have a lot of upper body strength. You really and, do. Thank you it's for a lot saying of, that. Like, tw- yeah, your arms get tired. I was doing it. Yes, yes. I was like, yeah, like noodle arm. <laughs> yes. And then and you have to be very creative and I'm I, not coordinated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I use one. You do? I thought I didn't know what you were talking because I had never heard of what it was called. I I always call it a roller a rolling brush because like a round. I thought you meant like one of those big round horse brushes. <laughs> no, which I was like, you don't need a horse brush. <laughs> um, but For yeah, this no, main, I use one. You do. I'm in the girl chat. Yeah, girl so chat. Excited. Is it? Daniel also I have one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna. The truth I, comes I, was, out. I was trying to stay quiet. But yours is l- the the um, diameter of it is very small. Yeah. So it's not the same as what I, we're talking about, which is these gigantic right. ones that'll eat your hair. That just like you yeah. can get. So you can just you could actually get it stuck in there so much it just hangs there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I have a small one too. I, just for body, I, right? I um I got it, but I just grabbed a brush. I wasn't grabbing it because I wanted a round brush. Oh really? Do you I just use it as a round I brush. I didn't realize I brushes. I've used no. I, I, I used I like it as a it. brush. I was just oh, like, oh, it's round. The fact that it was round was more just an aesthetic thing. Like, do I want this one that looks round, or do I want this one that looks? I didn't know that they had functions. Oh yeah. I figured yeah. that your hair person had sold you on this brush. No, she doesn't. She doesn't push brushes? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, what made you decide you wanted a brush after all this time? Because I've changed uh, the way I do my hair. I used to not brush my hair. <laughs> this is exciting. Your listeners care. I uh, used to just run my fingers through my hair and get it all mussed up. Yeah, I remember. You yep. When you met me, it. I was mussed up hair guy. Right. And then, uh, you know, and then about the time we got married, I said, it's time for a new me. <laughs> And I started brushing my hair for the first time since high school. Interesting. Yeah. 
And you look great. Thank you, you so much. It looks good. Thank you. It's, it's very similar. Yeah, it's similar. It's sort of reddish. I'm looking at his head, and I'm like, that's my head. Yeah. It's, it's actually similar hair, too. Yeah, yeah. you have very similar hair. Different mm-hmm. Wait a, a minute. Wait a minute. in the front. <laughs> wow. A little more blonde. Yeah, yours is oh, lighter. lighter. That's because I don't get any sun anymore. Oh, if, I, if I get sun, then it'll be like yours. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize. I mean, talk about not knowing someone. I, I didn't realize this was a whole, like, yeah. hairstyle change. I know. I know you. Your looks have changed. Because you felt you have, unsettled after we got married, and not you didn't know why. I didn't. Know, who I started is the brushing stranger? my hair. Right. Because mm-hmm. now he's trying to look nice for his wife. <laughs> yeah, I brush my hair. You know, it's like a I nice always thing. thought of brushing my hair as being sort of nerdy. Like when I was in high school, I, that's why I stopped because I wanted to be. Neat. I wanted to be like you know more, a rebel, like more you. of a rebel. Oh, yeah. Plus, totally. I liked my curls. I like to. I have. A, I have kind of curly hair, and I wanted the curls to come out, and then. Uh, and now well, I just uh, brushing doesn't remove curls; it just adds frizz. True that. It, it, I, I'd say I'd say it unifies the curls. It, yeah. may, it makes my hair look wavy instead of curly. It adds frizz. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you, Trevor. You have amazing locks, and you've been you awfully do. quiet. Trevor has really the best hair. Got four I have hair. so many things to say about this, and I just <laughs> shut my mouth. And I found I found Daniel's discussion so fascinating. Yeah, it is. It's really because I couldn't imagine hot. in my entire life not brushing my hair. It just you've always had hair that you brush. That's insane to me. And I yeah. remember being in high school where I would like <laughs> blow dry and brush my hair. You know, like to pull out. Yeah, you had like a to full wedge straighter. haircut. People, yeah, he, I did he, have a wedge haircut. People, yeah. uh, uh, who are listening, he has glorious wavy locks of yes. hair. Oh, that's very kind. Yeah, yeah. It's almost cartoonish. It's almost yeah. cartoonish. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I've been so Herculean, maybe. Like, yeah. Oh yes. wow, yeah. this is this yes. is good. Mm-hmm. I hope no one ever actually sees the photo. <laughs> of her. Um, so so, and then I was thinking about us in high school when you used to do your hair. Oh boy. And it would be oh, like boy. this I'd is go, before Japanese and Brazilian straightening. It was long before that. <laughs> And I the remember, dark days and of it took a long time. Yeah. I remember I'd go over to like pick you up to go someplace, like just someplace like totally yeah. mellow. Like we were in like, like rock and job yeah, like like, We used to hang out. We were gonna get coffee, you know, or whatever. And so, and or then Barnes and Noble because we didn't know where to go. Right. <laughs> I yes. yes like I an hour and a half there. later, we would finally get out yes. the door. Because That's how you got to know my parents. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, I know my friend Yami. Hopefully, she'll be on the show at some point too. Um, she had been on the Ustream show back in the day. She would be like, we're going out tonight at 4 o'clock. We're going out tonight. Start getting ready. <laughs> yes, that would have been smart. I never learned that trick. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I was thinking about during this conversation is during your sister's wedding, I, th- I think we had this conversation about like tampons for men, meaning like um, they're boxed in a way that is yes. acceptable for men to purchase. Oh, right. And then that led to a discussion of like little bags overnight bags that a man can have with all the things that a woman wants in it that he can just have there right yes this was a business idea i had wanted to do until recently i realized someone's already doing it oh they have they are makes me very angry but anyway but we also talked was this part of our was did this dovetail into a discussion of yurts there was something was about yurts. Yurt talk. <laughs> was a lot of yurts. Well, because I had stayed in a yurt in China. Maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, and then and then this is my stream of consciousness, and then round brushes coming back to the idea. So I have a round brush. I don't use. It. I just happen to have it. Oh, and for a lady Sheila, might need one. And Sheila uses it now because she needs a round brush. But Perfect. I've never talked to her about her upper arm strength and the difficulty of using it or anything. She suffers in silence. I mean, she, she does. Yeah. she's that kind of woman. Mm-hmm. I think now I know. Now you know. I think we should do iTunes comment of the week. Ow. 
Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them, yes she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right, this iTunes comment is from Eddie B. Postal. The headline is Loyally Listening, and he says, Don't know what your average demo is, but I'm a 53-year-old male who loves Allison and the show. Could use less toilet seat leaning style and butt wiping talk. And I don't like Skittles, but everything else is... Jenna looks horrified. <laughs> but everything else is just plain fun. Good luck and hoping for many years of A-R-I-Y-M-B-F woof woof. Well, thank you so much, Eddie B. Postal. Um, I think it's okay. I think it's okay to not like Skittles. It's fine, but maybe you'll like peach Skittles, which are new. In so give them a try. Skittles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's okay. People think I like Skittles because we spend a lot of time ranking the flavors. It's more like I just like ranking. (laughs) I like talking flavors. I like making lists. I don't actually love Skittles as much as Jenna. I love Skittles. Lifer. It's like it's a it's It's your thing. Yeah, kind of. I mean, even my wedding, we had Skittles everywhere. We did tablecloths in the Skittles colors. It was like the cutest thing. It was the cutest wedding, in my opinion. <laughs> no offense to other weddings, but it worked out really well because I thought this could either look really tacky or really great, and it looked really great. But yeah, I love Skittles. Where did Skittles. you get the idea to? I couldn't make decide, it and so I just thought, what do I really love? <laughs> I really love Skittles. Let's do this. Yeah, smart. Wow. Yeah. If you would like your iTunes comment to be an iTunes comment of the week, leave us a nice iTunes comment. Click five stars. It's my favorite number. Uh, and then maybe we'll read your iTunes comment on the show. Okay. Um, Daniel, I didn't give you intense Daniel mic time like I did everyone else. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll just chime in. Nothing specific you want to share? No pressure, though. I mean, mm-hmm. no, I feel like we got a lot. We, we learned a lot about I can tell you. I will tell you. So, so I walk Wendy every morning. I get up. That's our dog. I get up and I walk her to get her used to um, going outside and wear her out a little bit. And there are people in the neighborhood that I'll see walking their dogs. It's pretty much the same people. Um, and yesterday, uh, I saw a new thing, which was two ladies walking their three little kids on leashes. Wow. And they were very little kids. You know how you'll see kids that are like a little bit smaller than they should be for their age or something? You saw three malnourished kids? I don't know. They were just little kids and they all had leashes like like a dog walker. Like she had three... Like leashes. she was babysitting tiny children. And <laughs> yes. And the kids were like all in front of her. Like when, when I'm walking Wendy, Wendy's like in front of me pulling, trying to, you know, do her thing. Were they on all fours? No. <laughs> one did poop and she had a uh, poop bag. No. Um, no, but I just, I, I don't know how I feel about that. On the kids one hand, on I was leashes? thinking, well, on the one hand, I'm thinking, well, if these are kids that just are out of control and they'll just run out in the street, then. Uh, yeah, they're at a disadvantage because they're so little. Yeah, but then there's you just imagine them going home and being crated. Like, are they crate trained? I don't know what the like. I'm just like trying I've, to wear them out. You yeah, know? just trying to wear. Yeah, the whole well, thing was very. I've seen kids on leashes over the years, and I, it yeah. always struck me as strange. I do sort of understand. It's one thing if the kid has a harness. And a leash that to me is like they had like little backpacks. It's not like they had no. It's not like the leash was around their neck, right? It but oftentimes like little... they'll wear like a body harness. Where I think, oh. I think sometimes you'll see leashed human beings like they're both wearing like the kid has a bracelet yeah. and the adult has a bracelet, and that at least 
gives the suggestion that they're kind of unequal. I mean, if footing. you're in a huge crowd, right? If you're at Disneyland or something, or something mm-hmm. it's one thing. But this just walking down the street, walking that seems the kids. weird. Whatever well, happened to holding hands? Yeah, right. That's that was the old fashioned. Yeah, watching that is your fucking kid. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, See, that's weird. Yeah, what, what were the backpacks? Um, I couldn't see what they were. They they almost looked like those backpacks that are stuffed animal backpacks. Like they were brown and sort of furry. There's like bags of flour in them. They're in training. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Pickle, pickle jars. Caesar That's Milan right. said you need to. Yeah, you, they need they work. Have a little job. Discipline. <laughs> job. Discipline. <laughs> and job. action. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be great if they were little dog backpacks. Just to reemphasize it. Right. That's right. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. That sounds disturbing. It was really just a weird, surreal sort of sight. I don't know. You didn't say anything. You didn't like lecture the parents or ask questions about it. I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> you know, you don't do well, that. when people do that to me with my dog, I always get just enraged. You know, you gotten lectured. Yeah, people will come up to you and they'll give you their opinions about like, well, don't pull on the leash or you know, and it's just like, shut up. <laughs> you know. Is this one of those yeah. things where I'm just curious because you guys are like married and you know you have a dog together. You guys are probably talking about kids and stuff. Is it one of those things where? You, like you come home and you're like, hey, I saw these three kids on a leash. Isn't that disturbing? <laughs> is it? Does that open up a conversation of like, would we do that? Well, actually, this is the first I'm hearing about it. He saved this gold for air. Okay. <laughs> and <Wow>. um, <laughs> no, I mean that in a positive yeah, way. I know. I know it's gold, honey. And I think that we just wouldn't ever do that with our kids. We already know that. No, that's it's just a weird thing. It just sends a weird message. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I want my kids relating more to the dog than um, to other humans. Right. I had a weird Wendy experience today. I was walking her, and there was this old, old lady who was walking really slow. Like, it was probably her daily walk, um, and she looked like she was kind of in pain. And Wendy just was like, and was pulling, and... And I had to, like, she wouldn't come with me. She was just focused on growling at this lady who was across the street. And so I'd get her, you know, I'd get her to go, like, come on, get her to go, like, six feet. And then she'd stop and turn at this lady. And the lady, like I said, was across the street and now, like, a little bit behind us. And Wendy was just Mm -hmm. fixated on her. And I felt bad. I felt like, I'm sorry, I don't know why my dog hates you. But is Wendy, the woman was, like, frail and old. And then I thought... Maybe Wendy's a bully. <laughs> I think she's sensitive to changes in, in movement. Like, um, I do a thing with her to wear her out <laughs> called zombie arms, where um, if she's like a spaz, zombie arms will come in the room. And I, I'll just sort of, like, let Drag my arms, arms dangle or... and act like as I, she flips out. I feel like, I know the listeners can't hear it, so <laughs> we'll, I feel like you need to just show them a little bit what zombie arms is. Well, it's just, it's just, it, it's just this. Dang it. <laughs> so dangling your arms and kind but of like goes pitching bananas, forward in a weird like way. She, goes she begins to make a weird noise. But I'll be in the room and I can I can sort of uh, follow her normal and she won't do anything. She, and and then if I if I go into that posture, she immediately starts making like she just freaks out. Yeah. It's I feel weird. like she's an ageist. She might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I tell yeah. Aren't that's, we all yeah, really? What a deep existential dog. I don't know. Pain. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I think we should do just me or everyone. But first, I want to tell you guys about blinds.com. Daniel, do you remember the hell I went through oh and the God. hell that I put you through? Oh. Do you know where this is going? The curtains? That almost, that almost ended things for us. Very early on, yeah. when we were dating and I moved into my Hollywood place, I went insane 
trying to find the right curtains. It involved buying multiple curtains, returning curtains. I had like a different curtain on every rod and mm-hmm. I needed opinions. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we had to return curtains. We went on multiple trips. Lots. Yeah, it was awful. Very traumatic. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was the kind of thing, I don't know if I talked about it on the show. It was the kind of thing where I was like, why can't I just make up my mind? Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. In fact, my bio, like my professional bio, at one point had a joke in there about my quest to find the perfect curtains. Yeah. That's how much it had become a part of my life. Anyway, I wish I had blinds.com back then because they have friendly... Basically, these are people who are friggin' passionate about window covering. Everyone there loves blinds. They love curtains. They love any sort of window treatment that you would need. And they're super excited to talk to you about it and to help you with it. That's their thing. It's less about sales than it is about just being, like I said, passionate about covering your windows. Um, And they have friendly experts that'll walk you through the buying process when you need help. And there's there's decorating experts there to make your life easier. The site is super easy to navigate. You can order free samples to try out at home. Um, There's amazing choices, amazing options. And it's just easier and better than any other experience you will have buying window coverings and I know because I've had every other experience um so it's a new year resolve to make over your home out with the old and in with the new get a designer look on a budget so they have blinds shades shutters draperies and much more from top manufacturers like Bali, Graber, Leveler, Norman and blinds.com's very own designer brand and there's a really cool video design consultation service called face to face that lets a decorator check out your home decor without ever stepping into your house and if you're not sure what kind of color what, like what color you like or what would look best they'll ship you free samples so you can see them and feel them in person and they have a sure fit guarantee. So if you mismeasure, even if it's your mistake, if you mis- mismeasure, Blinds.com will remake your product product for free. So there's no risk. That's how much they care about their customers. And um, you can try the blinds before you buy. They have an iPhone and Android app called the Window Shopper. It lets you take a picture of the window you want to try to cover. And then you can try your blinds on with augmented reality. Which, I mean, that just sounds fun. That would have been great. That would have been... Yeah, that would have been really were helpful. You, I know. Where were you, Blinds.com, when I was on my curtain bender? Um, and if you don't want to bother with measuring or installation, they can help you find a professional to measure and install for you. And if you're not satisfied, they have a 30-day money-back guarantee. So right now, Blinds.com is making it easier to keep your New Year's resolution, at least the in with the new part. Stick to your New Year's budget with sales from up to 15 to 25% off popular products. Get geeky with cool remote control blinds and shades and sleep better on the weekends with blackout shades and drapes again that's all at blinds.com okay let's do just mirror everyone sometimes i ponder on something i have thought or done is it just me or everyone all right this is the segment where people tweet us things that they think or do and they wonder is it just me or is it everyone and i read them and then we say whether we also do this Okay, Nadia Stimple says, just me or everyone, I can't sing the itsy bitsy spider without doing the hand motions. I can, <laughs> but I like the hand motions. Yeah, oh no, I'm like messing up the hand motions. Like, I like to do the hand motions, but I can't, I can't. sing it without figuring out which yes, way to, how do, to the do it. Hand exactly. I, if I remember as a little kid, I would just like make spidery motion. No, I would do like a. 
make a spider like a bat almost with my hands. And then I graduated to the way that we're all doing it now, which is where you put your... It's not... I'm having to have your trouble. index to your thumb. Yes, and, and then index. you go like, yeah. Like oh, then yeah. what's I, after that? Isn't there more? Is it? You go, isn't there no, down, you, the water down, down the water oh, spout? Oh, yeah. Washed. The wiggly. Right. And, uh, yeah. It's a bitsy spider went up the water spout. It's a really horrifying song. It's, it's, down came the rain and washed the spider out. Out came the sun and dried up all the rain, and this bitsy spider went up the spout again. And into your house. Very Sisyphusian. Right. Yeah. And then up your butt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's getting us ready for life. Like, you're the itsy bitsy spider. And then it laid eggs in your ear. I mean, there's a lot of horrible scenarios where the spider could go I need to clear once my the throat. rain washes out. Stand by, okay. listeners. <laughs> I just had spiders in my throat. Full hardcore deja vu. That was the scariest thing. Like, full deja vu. You reading that, the person's name, the spider... The, everybody doing the motions. It's possible which, I've done it on the show before and I don't remember. I don't think so. Because, But that's good because deja vu in my head means that you're on the right path. So that means... Yay. Yeah. Yay. I mean, you're in the right place. The Matrix has been reset. Daniel. Yes. I also kind of think that too. <laughs> Daniel thinks that weird coincidences mean that you're on the right path. Yeah. I always just thought they're... Did they just mean, hey, weird coincidence? No. Yeah. I actually kind of think I, the opposite. I feel like when things start going wrong, it means you're on the right path. Oh really? Yeah, like strange things, not like you know, like, what like do you your computer, like your like uh, your computer just fails. But everyone like knows that just means Mars is in retrograde. <laughs> That's a good point, Al. <laughs> I'm joking. Ish. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I go through uh, phases where sometimes I believe that pretty strongly, and sometimes I believe it less strongly. Does it have to do with how benevolent you feel the universe is? Yeah. Or how much you feel like the universe is a force, even? Yeah, like, I don't believe it as strongly right now because we've just endured some things that are pretty year, awful. Yeah. Um, so, right, I have the same thing. I so can't I, talk to the universe anymore. I'm a little bit, yeah, I'm a little <laughs> bit like, all right, universe, we're going to take some time apart from each other for yeah. a bit. Allison, do you talk to the universe? So that's like my form of, or that was my form of prayer because I don't believe in anything, and yet in moments of desperation or fear i like i don't really believe in anything and yet i do believe that or i did i guess believe in the universe having some sort of order not not an intelligent order but just like there's a force and there's just some kind of order to the chaos i guess is what i mean to say and so i would I would say things like, you know, I think that's what the universe does or the universe this or the universe that. And so in moments of being really hoping for a certain outcome or being afraid of something, I would, you know, kind of close my eyes and be like, please just let this person be okay or please just let this, you know, this person live or this thing happen. Um, And then recently, just with this past year, yeah, I felt like, well, the universe didn't listen to me, so yeah. so we're taking a break. <laughs> um, but, you know, a therapist said something really interesting to me. She said that oftentimes um, people's feelings about the, un- I mean, the universe or about God mirror their feelings about their parents. Hmm. I mean, I think she was trying to get me to take a look at my relationship with my parents when I was saying that I'm, I, I've lost some faith in the universe. But- I feel like therapists say that about everything. Though. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's right. so like you the know? way you peel that orange. Like, yeah, that's mirrors your relationship your with your parents. Yeah, yeah. I think that the the seeing coincidences as a sign may be um, it may work the other way. That when you are uh, when when you're in that zone of your life, when you're on the path of your bliss or whatever you want to call it, 
you're um, going to see more coincidences because mm-hmm. the universe will feel more in sync for you. It's yeah. more like an, it's more like a um, you know you're seeing you're open to yeah it. you're projecting or you're you're you know when you're really happy and you're feeling great suddenly everything's you know in harmony. And so you'll see those coincidences, and when you're miserable and your head is down and there's a dark cloud, you're not, you're just not noticing those things. So that's more like I think what it is. I have such weird experiences at least once a day. You know, as a stupid example, like today I had a meeting and the woman I was pitching to started by saying she was planning her wedding and she was having it on Memorial Day weekend and she was talking about all that. And uh, and then my next meeting, I walked in and the woman was like, we were p- talking about pitching something and she goes, oh yeah, I was just I was just reading this pitch, whatever, it's about weddings and stuff. And she literally said the same thing. She's like, yeah, um, I don't know if I ever got married, her and her coworkers started talking. She's like, I would probably do it on Memorial Day weekend. Like it was a very like, wow. what? It's almost Groundhog Day. Yeah. So, but... And in a bigger, weird, you were talking about therapy. Um, so I had never been to therapy before and, uh, I had never dealt with like my childhood or anything. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go into this therapist. I'm going to deal with my childhood. I'm going to finally talk about it. And I sat down in her office and I looked up and there was this picture on her wall. Um, of, it was like a picture of an otter doing this weird pose that I've never seen anywhere except for my childhood bedroom ever. And as I'm talking about my childhood, I'm like, all right, you know, I grew up. And I looked up and saw it, and that was like a fucking what? Yeah. Like that to me was like, okay, there is something, right? Because that can't just, why would she? And I asked, I said, why do you have that? She's like, oh, this isn't my office. I'm just, I'm here on the off days or whatever. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? that's so bizarre to me. Yeah. And now I'm having a weird, similar feeling because I did the Film Vault, which is Bob Bryan from the Adam Carolla Show's podcast yesterday. Uh, and we talked at length about otters and he couldn't remember what an otter was and I was trying to describe an otter. <laughs> so then when you said otter, I was like, oh, yeah, what's going connected. on? Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. You're the otter. Are you, are, how, how's therapy working for you? How's it going for you? Really good. Um, well, she's having a baby right now, so she's taking a couple months off. Bitch. <laughs> she gave Did me she like a recommendation. Did she ever think about how it would yeah, affect you? about you right now? <laughs> the best though is when she told me, she's like, I'm going to tell you, like I'm leaving, I, I'm pregnant. I'm like, I know you're nine months pregnant, I can see. And she's like, you know, she's like, I'm, I'm leaving for a couple months to have my baby, whatever. How are you feeling? And my first thing I said, are you nervous? And she goes, what? Like, almost like I was insulting. I'm like, oh no, I mean like, to have a baby isn't that scary and she's like why are you asking me how I'm feeling I'm like I don't know because babies are crazy have you ever seen it like have you ever watched it on YouTube like water birth like I've seen it all oh Um, oh, yeah Um, what was the question yeah therapy's going good okay good (laughs) Christopher Shank says pulled out my phone to check the time fourth time's the charm yes I often pull out my phone and forget what I why I got it out that's that thing where you don't trust something from a second ago the did I Oh, I thought, no, I, I took this JMO to mean takes out his phone and then like checks his email and then keeps forgetting. Wait, oh, checks I, to, I'll read it again. To... Pulled out my phone to check the time. Fourth time's the charm. How's everyone interpreting this one? I take it as like, I checked the phone and got the time, but I somehow forgot and I pulled it out a second time. Repeated. Yeah, it's not, it's yeah. not registered. I actually right. just did yes. that before coming here. Sometimes I look at my phone and I'm staring at something or I'm reading something and I go, I wonder where my phone is. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. And then I go, I'm an idiot. It's in my hand. I'm I, using it. I have worried where my keys are when I'm in my car. Yeah. Back before I had one of the 
keys right. that you don't have to. Which, by the way, keyless entry, I love it. Oh, I love it. It's I hate like it. the like. This I is love life. Oh my god. Yeah. It. Um. And I said, "Oh my god," in a very strange way. But it was. Um. A feature. What are they called? On the extra doodads on cars. The features, the bonus thing. It was a... Bonus the, features. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that what... Uh, no, it's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> DVD and Blu-ray. It's it, like the add-ons um, where they yeah, charge you more it wasn't money. Some, right. It wasn't something that I wanted, but in order to get some other like thing... Pa- the package? Yeah. To, in order to get some other thing that I wanted that I can't remember at this point, I had to get it. So I was like, fine. What is this, CarCast? <laughs> we're so we're so savvy. Okay, I know, right? What are the Sorry things the where you get the, the seat warmers and the what? And the... Anyway, it's one of my favorite features. I love it, Trevor. Why do you not like it? I, I abhor it because why? Because you don't have to get your keys out to get in your car. You just stand near it and okay, boom, it I get it. That's that's a huge benefit. But every time I valet my car, which happens oh, not yeah. infrequently in Los Angeles, I I just take the keys. I walk away, and oh. there's been multiple times where they like can't get my car back to me. It's just a pro. I don't like that. And then I like well, how can they dri- then, like, even drive the car away? I've literally forgot. Also, I have that like start stop button, which drives oh. me nuts. And I've twice one time it was crazy i twice left my car running and just like gone into the office and one time one of my one time a woman that i had just broken up with who i didn't even know was in the same building saw my car and realized it was running and then like called me and was like are you working in this building now and told me it was running otherwise what would have happened so i hate them yeah i do never quite know when my car's off (laughs) oftentimes i'll it'll be off and then i'll go to turn it off and i'll turn it on and then i'll turn it off yeah 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 Hmm. I st- it's I still, still worth like it, it. Yeah, yeah for the not having really? I never totally. knew what a never drag you, you love not taking it out yes or whatever. it's yeah. such a drag apparently and I just, it was really weighing me down to having to get like, my have the like beep beep like yeah. it opens and you, you feel just magic feel, yeah and then you just touch tap it I'm and then you powerful. lock it alright well here's the thing I think I would like it better if everything was like that because right now I have to use normal keys to get into my apartment and still have to take them out of my pocket or right. my bag they and that really annoys well I know but they're kind of expensive Mm-hmm. Wait, there's keyless entry for you. You mean like yeah, that like, yeah, yeah, keypad thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just need the mark of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> it's for everything. Yeah. Let's do it. it uh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. You know it is. <laughs> JMOs and Bobo says, I clean my remotes, light switches, and doorknobs once a week. Nope. Clean them? Wow. Yeah. Never. I've never God, done now that. Now I will. But that's smart. It's like cleaning your belly button. You yeah. forget to do it and then, you know. Yeah. Or under your big toenails. Sometimes yeah. I clean <laughs> the handles like in my kitchen for the cabinets and stuff because I'll feel like yeah. they're grimy or something. Yes. Every once in a while yeah. I'll clean those. Our like, kitchen gets sticky. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's my, I can't believe it's not butter spray, propellant, <laughs> blowing around and glomming on it. But like mm-hmm. the toaster oven has yeah. got a residue um, all over it. Yeah. What is that? Grease, probably. From what, though? I don't know. The yeah, fake we don't chicken cook, tenders? Yeah, we don't... we don't cook anything greasy. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I've never washed my pillowcase. What? Pillowcase or your yeah, pillow? pillowcase. What? what? You I don't thought throw about it that. in? Like, Is it, like, all that. crunchy? <laughs> it's really cold and wet. <laughs> I have a sweater. Um, so when I wake up in the morning, I, well, usually during the night I have to flip it over because I'm like, oh, it's too wet, and I'll yep. flip it over. Um, but then I like leave, and I'm like, oh, when I get home later, it'll be dry, and it never is. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, so when you, you s- wash your sheets, you don't throw the yeah. pillowcase in. You're supposed to wash your sheets now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's a new wash- thing. <laughs> I only wash my sheets if I pee the bed. Which, listen, I don't do it. I did it as a child, but once in a while, a little tinkle, or if like my dog shits in the bed, or if it's period. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> um, my theory. Right. Um, yeah, no, besides that, I don't wash. Your germaphobe girlfriend doesn't insist that you wash your sheets and pillowcase? I don't mean to uh, make you feel she, bad. She does wash the sheets. Yeah, I bet pillow, she does. My pillowcase I bet she does, brown yeah. and started white. Yeah. Well, but that could happen and you're still having someone's washing it. Yeah, because you said in stains. I tell that bitch not touch it. It's, <laughs> it's like traveling pants and collecting. There is that, like, when I went to college, I remember, like, a few months went by and it's like, oh, wait, no one is cleaning my right? sheets. Yeah. That moment of, like, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> well, that's when you realize it's really okay to go a few months in between <laughs> washing the sheets. Because if you, you know, I imagine in all of our homes they were washed. I feel like they got washed like once, like at least once a week probably. Mine did, yeah. My that's mom way was, too often. She did it a lot. My mom's yeah. super clean though. We had a super clean house growing up. So, but yeah, I remember being like, oh, weird. And thinking like, am I a horrible, gross person? And being like, no, I think I just forgot. It's okay. All right, let's talk about this. <laughs> I used to have an array of different nightgowns that I would wear because I'm a nightgown person. Um, and now I pretty much just have one, and it's threadbare. And although I still have a bunch of others, it's just like my dead, my go-to, and I'm gonna have to retire it soon. Do you guys ha- ha- do you guys switch it up when it comes to night clothes, or do you wear the same thing? I switch it up all the time. But I have my favorites, and then I save those for like, like I won't wear those right bef- uh, right after I do laundry because then I'm like, oh, I have to wait like right. five days before I do or six, you know, whenever I do laundry again. So I can't wear them then. I have to wait. But yeah, I've got all kinds of. I switch it up a lot. I used to be that way. Yeah. I used to really switch it up, and I don't know when I got so lazy. But then I noticed you, when you mentioned college, it made me think about it. I would notice that a lot of the people that I lived in the dorms with would wear we would wear the same thing every night. Yeah, or almost. I don't know what I did back then. I just had to throw away mine, and I'm literally the other day, and I'm panicking a little bit. Why did you have to throw have it out? Um, it just got so ripped to the point of it wasn't even a shirt anymore. So what I usually would wear is a 4X. I think I might have told you this. Maybe even not on a podcast. Just like <laughs> a 4X Dolly Parton shirt from Dolly, Dollywood. Um, and it's her covered in Kermit the Frogs. And, uh, <laughs> that sounds it's amazing. Awesome. And yeah, it's great. And it was 4X because that's the only sizes they had in Dollywood. I asked for a medium. They all laughed at me. Um, but it was the most comfortable. I love big clothes. I loved eating in big clothes and crying in big clothes. Uh, so I had this big 4X shirt. And it was just like a dress. And I had like little shorts underneath. And yeah, but it started ripping at the top. And then it started ripping at the, Dolly's neck. Mm. And then it started ripping everywhere. And I couldn't stitch it back. And Lisa's like, you got to get rid of that thing. It's it's. I can't answer the door anymore when, when Grubhub comes. Like I just, so I threw it away. <laughs> what do you, actually, that's lost. actually makes me sad. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it it's a little lost. sad. That's sort of like on um, what not to wear when Stacy and Clinton begin throwing things in the trash can. My mom used to do that to really? us as kids when our clothes, like our favorite things, she, they would just disappear one day. Your oh favorite my God. things? Like your clothes, favorite clothes, like your favorite. There's nothing I better had, than the oldest t-shirt you I have. had like this one pair of pajama bottoms that I think she just absolutely hated after a while and one day... They were gone. They were gone. Janae. I know. Babe Janae. What's up? <laughs> she does all kinds of stuff like that. But it now I'm like, whatever. But at the time I remember being like, you just threw them away? Right. What? That makes me feel sad. 
It's I okay. think we have attachments to things, Trevor. Well, I mean, I was just thinking my grandparents threw away my uncle's favorite monkey, and then I got a monkey when I was a child Zippy. that looked just... Zippy. You know Zippy. <laughs> I know Zippy. Uh, who looked like my uncle's monkey, and he still... He loved Zippy, like loved him. And then my cousin just, I think this past year, got found the same monkey from like 50 years ago. Looks the same. And was just like running around the city or something? <laughs> Oh, stuffed. Okay. Stuffed monkey. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. That wasn't clear. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be so much cooler the way they're imagining it. I know. I was on stuffed monkey the whole time. You guys, that's wow. awesome. You had such a more interesting... Wow. But this story of your shirt reminded me that I went through a phase in high school where I would wear like a night shirt. I don't know. I was watching too much like Bob Cratchit. You're hanging out with me too much. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, the best in the night shirt is to sit on the couch cross-legged, which I can only do if I'm juice cleansing because usually my stomach won't let it happen. And I'll put like my shirt over my, my cross legs. Oh, yeah. And just rock. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and cry. Rommel <laughs> yeah. oh. Santor says, did you have something to say, Daniel? Oh, I have one. Oh, okay. What a is quick it? One. Well, I was thinking about it in, in, this morning. In the show. Is this something anyone else has, that, is this something that everyone else has already thought of? Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Is Donald's uncle? Yes, Donald Duck. Now is, is Scrooge right. McDuck? Why is it not Donald McDuck? Right, is Scrooge McDuck Donald's mother's brother? <laughs> or, or did Donald change his name to hide his ethnicity, his Scottish heritage? Right, or Irish? I have never thought of this. I haven't either, this but it makes perfect my sense. Mind. His Donald McDuck is his real name. That's what I'm saying. It's Donald McDuck. Right. People. It's like, this is important. <laughs> it's it's like John Stewart changing his last name. Right. It probably like, is a lot Scottish, of people change though, their last name. Didn't he have a Scottish accent? Screwed well, or something? but he you did. Know. No. That's, I mean, what, that's an unflattering stereotype of Scottish people is that they're cheap. Oh, okay. Just like Jews. Yeah. So he probably was, since so he was he Scrooge, was probably, yeah. yeah. They were either like, it's going to be Scrooge Duckburg, or no, let's go with McDuck. <laughs> Scrooge <laughs> <McDuckberg>. <laughs> If they wanted to traffic in stereotypes. Yeah. Uh-oh, going to sneeze. Shane, I'm sorry. I know you're probably really jealous. Oh, no. I'm just, oh, 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 oh a fake oh, out. Do you have any oh. stir straws? <laughs> <laughs> I know. All right. Rommel Santor says, stopped at crosswalk and people walk past. Fear not stopped enough and push break hard. Fearful will slip and that's how I'll kill them. Yeah. <laughs> I do that thing where I like the mash the, the brake down when there's someone walking by my car really, yeah. really closely. All right. Mallory says, oh, and this is it just me or everyone for Allison and Jenna. Uh-oh. I buy 75% of my makeup at the grocery store. It gets the job done for everyday life. I have, as I've gotten older, I buy more and more at the drugstore or grocery store. Really? Yes, but I still, there are certain things that I have to do, department yes. store or like Sephora or something. I, all my mascara is from the grocery store. I just get cheap mascara because I feel like you don't need to get the expensive stuff. It's all made in the same factory. Yeah. It's all the same. Just like frozen yogurt. Yeah. It's all from the same all the same. Place. Um, <laughs> but everything else, I think I buy... You're a Clinique gal, right? I use a lot of Clinique. I just switched my face wash. To what? To fresh soy cleanser. It's really nice. And you just have to use a little bit. I like it a lot. And then... I have some of that. I received it as a gift. from Remember Nevada Caldwell? Yes. um, Yeah. (laughs) Nevada was... 
Oh God, was it Nevada or Nevada? It was Nevada. Nevada. And I always worried that I was saying it wrong. I think it was, it Nevada. was Nevada. Yeah, yeah. Um, she uh, was one of the central gal chat figures oh. back in the Ustream days. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she gave me some soy cleanser. I should whip you should it out. use it. It's good. Um, and then sometimes moisturizers I'll change up and use grocery store. It just depends. I do like those wipes, just like the makeup really? remover wipes. I can't. This is, sorry, super gal chatty. <laughs> I can't use the makeup remover wipes without feeling like I need to wash my face afterwards. Oh, not me. I, I always wash my face Well, I always wash my face first. Oh, and really? And then I'll use a makeup oh. wipe as like a finisher. Interesting. Yeah. Now, just real quick to piggyback. Golden Spoon. is <laughs> so good. Has the best yogurt. Yes. And it's so sad because they were the top of the, you know, the charts. Sure. And they were on the top of the mountain the looking down at the assholes. Yeah, looking down at all those assholes. And now they're falling down in yogurt land. Not that good. Not Overrated. Like Menchies, get out of my face. Oh my gosh. You nasty. Thank you. Shit. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. High five from across the table. Oh. Yes. Oh. Where Amen. do you even get that? At Menchie's. It's a store. Oh. It's like a yogurt land, but a horrible. Horrible. Is it so oh, you have their smile yes. card, and they ask you how many, how much smileage you have. It's the fucking yogurt. In oh. fact, funny story about my mom, Janae, mm. who just says and does kind of what she wants. She's very independent. Single She's lady. a rebel, too. And we had some, my brother had some friends come over one night, and they were, we were all sitting together, and we didn't really know them very well, but we were just trying to be nice. And they were talking about their wedding and how great it was. My mom was clearly not paying attention at all. And they had Menchie's cater their wedding. But my mom heard Menchie's and goes, Oh my gosh. I just went to Menchie's for the first time. I tried every single flavor, and it was horrible and went on like oh, a no. five minute rant about how bad Menchie's was and I wanted to stop her but then part of me was like I really want to see where this is going to go so I didn't and the couple just sat there like okay great yeah. thanks for your opinion and then I pulled my mom's side I was like they had Menchie's at their wedding <laughs> Oh we still make fun of her to this day for her like she was so mad about it the yeah. toppings are gross their cookie mm-hmm. dough tastes like bubble gum everything oh, about them that, that made me want to vomit but they're at the top they're more popular than yogurt land or any of the other where, I, I wikipedia this to see who's are you at looking the top. at yogurt where? rankings like where does one find out who's Menchies top of the charts the top. yogurt land no it's it's something called icby TCBY. And it's not the county's best. No. It's really not. Then Menchie's and Yogurt Land. Golden Spoon isn't even in in the top 50. And it's so delicious. Yeah, I haven't had it in forever, but it it was pretty good. I just had a sample the other day. Salted caramel. Oh, my God. Sorry. And they have fat-free brownie fudge topping with chunks of brownie in it. I'm not a hot topping person at all, but I just get it and drink it. What? We've recently <laughs> talked about wet toppings on you. Oh, no, that was with your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about hot toppings wet on toppings wet toppings. But wait, Golden Spoon, though, is not self-serve, right? No. I'm okay no, with right? that. Yeah. It's just them. that I know. No, I do. Yeah, yeah. It's just sort of, it's like a fine sushi chef. I do trust yeah. them. It's just that recently when Daniel and I were in New York, um, a place that didn't used to be self-serve is now self-serve. So I just wondered if that's oh, how the direction they're all going. A lot of people are going. switching. Can yeah. I say this is why I don't eat frozen yogurt because of the self-serve movement i hate that really it's a germaphobe thing i have i just think it's awful so this golden spoon i've never tried it but i where where are they where in in uh where we grew up on coast highway there was one i've been to that one you have yeah that's where i found out about golden spoon oh right because you have some orange county connections Mm -hmm. as well yeah it's so 
just st- okay so golden spoon the way they do it it's very you know the, the first they say do you want a topping of course i do i want i want rainbow sprinkles and dinosaur sprinkles with extra crunchies so then they they make half of it and then put the toppings in the middle of the yogurt oh. and then they I put didn't, the rest that's a new thing <laughs> my friend yeah. remember katie you knew my friend katie yes she worked at golden spoon for a little while that doesn't surprise me for some reason is this yeah i think she'd be fantastic there. She, i think she was great but she called at the end of the day. She called her. She had to rub the snot out of the machines. Ew, man! Now I really, I'm never going to be able snot? to have frozen. Yeah, they like. But I don't recall. I was going to say you lick the snot. I don't. I'm going to have to ask her. I don't recall this toppings in the middle thing. I think this yeah. is new. It's no, their no, thing. No. Really? I've Always. I've been going there since I was five do, years old. Yeah, do they put some recently. on the top after they put them if in the middle? Want, okay. Um, I request uh, on the top, middle, and some on the side. What Ooh. are dinosaur crunchies? Huh. Or sprinkles. So there's there's sprinkles, but there's little tiny crunchy sugar dinosaurs in it. Oh. And the colors are more uh, Jurassic. <laughs> <laughs> there's little you. eggs. Oh my god, it's it's very very delicious. Do you ever look at your tongue after you eat rainbow sprinkles? Yes. I very I multicolored. I don't wash it either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ryan Hero says, just mirror everyone. When waved at in public, always check behind me for other probable targets first. Hashtag been burned too many times. Yes. I never want to assume the waves at me either. So I always kind of look around. Mm-hmm. No, I- actually, that's not true. That's not true at all. I should do that, but instead I just wave back and then realize it wasn't at me. Wait, why would anybody be waving at anybody? Yeah. <laughs> People Ryan, do it. We were walking, Wendy, I think this happened yesterday, and uh, some guy came, got yes. out of his car and waved. And <laughs> yeah, I, for a and second. I, and I had that moment of like, and then I didn't react because I was like, no, there's, some, there's probably someone behind me. And it was, and I felt so proud me of Me too. Myself. I wondered too. I was like, who knows us? Like, look at me being cool enough not to react to someone <laughs> waving right at me. But not at you. Yeah, but in my direction. <laughs> right. Yeah. Megan says, even in the midst of saying we should hang out more often, I'm thinking, no, we won't, and assume they are thinking the same. Yeah, yeah that's happened. That yeah. 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 I feel like that's a very L.A. thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably Let's right. Let's go get coffee sometime. How many coffees have you had when someone says that? Never. Almost occasional. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It depends. It's what you say to someone if you want to see them again, but it's also what you say to someone if you don't want to see it's them a, again. Yeah, exactly. It's a very confusing statement I, yeah, I hate in general. That because I'll say that to people when I genuinely mean it and then not do anything to actually meet them. So the effect is... That you well, don't. I, yeah. don't. I recently but got... I, but I did mean it. Got burned with this one. I said to my friend, I miss you so much. We should get together. And she said, yes, when? And I was like, oh... I know, no, I do miss her, but she's down in Orange County. Oh, yeah. So that adds an extra layer of how how are we going to negotiate this? Right. Well, lately I've been saying let's get together, and we never do. And now I just pull my calendar out to do it. I'm not sure how those other people are feeling right now. You said should should we just put something on the calendar? And you never take me up on that offer. No, we have put something on the calendar before. Oh, that's true. I feel I feel like one of the times we hung out, it was calendared. (laughs) It's true. Probably our dinner with Sheila was calendared. No, it wasn't that. I think it was... However you handled that was perfect because you actually got us out of the apartment. I know. It was like the first time you had been out or something. It was like you spent the whole weekend out or something Uh, crazy. Oh, it was our one social weekend. (laughs) Even I heard about this weekend. Yeah, that's that's how rare it is Mm -hmm. for me to be. And Mm -hmm. that weekend was... Such a good weekend, too. And I was like, yeah. we've really got to do this more often. Like, we need to look at the weekend not as a time to recuperate, 
but but to as a time to friends. like go out and do shit. I know. I don't. It, oh my gosh, you and we kind of Al felt, and I are exactly that same way yeah. though. Where it's like the weekend's here, we don't have to do anything. Yes. Yeah. And then we realize like. Oh, we never see anyone. Everyone yes. we know thinks we're hermits. They think we're like grumpy people. And who time sit passes yes. and faster. Like, I know. Time passes faster when you don't do anything. Yes, I feel does. like if you do stuff, yeah. you feel like it you have does. a richer life. But That's it's hard. True. To, but when you're feeling tired and right. and just sort of like you need you mm-hmm. need nothing time, it's hard to schedule time. It is. Trevor, you do a million things. You're like the most social person I know. That's crazy that you say that, really? Well, you I don't know. Maybe you aren't anymore, but you were. I feel over-socialized right now. Remember that, I was using that phrase before? Yes. Yeah, no, totally. I totally hear you. But I don't... But you need... Like, I don't take recovery time, and I think everyone needs that. I probably take too much recovery time. I think I do. Yeah. Introvert. Yeah. I, you know, I yeah. need a lot of recovery time. Mm-hmm. I have trouble saying no. So, like, if all four of you said let's go hang out next week i, I couldn't say no you well know the good I mean? thing is with Every- this crowd you're not gonna have that problem i know right because it's like you're just i'll just say yes and then you'll hermit up i'll never hear from you right. that's okay hermit it up but are you an, do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert um i think i'm balanced i actually have begun to think i'm an introvert because i think the definition that i heard lately is like where do you get your energy right. from and i mean i think there's definitely an aspect of my energy from other people but i've been getting home lately and just feeling like Oh yes, and just feeling so much better and more relaxed. So yes, that yeah. is me every time I step into the house. Yep. Yeah. That's Unless good. I'm premenstrual, and then I'm like, it's too messy, and I have to put things in piles. But in general, <laughs> yeah. In general, I've noticed the piles. Yeah, <laughs> piles all over the living room floor, just in random stuff. Shane, are That's you are you Lisa's right now? social? Yeah. No. Um, once in a while. I have a question about waving. <laughs> okay. I've been holding it in. Okay. Now, I had an experience last night because you said that you were somebody waved at you and you didn't wave back. And I'm mm-hmm. sure, I don't know if you're like me, but you, you felt that for a good 20 minutes. Like, oh, I'm, I'm a shitty person. I'm a shitty piece of shit. So, <laughs> maybe not. Um, so, I was sitting in my car eating. <laughs> Outside of my own house, I couldn't wait to get inside, so I was just eating in my car. <laughs> what, what were you eating though? I'm on this weird. I'm doing this three month like diet exercise thing, so I get delivered food every day. Oh. Like, it's like that, ugh. right? So I'm eating this whatever it was. It's sad in my car, and then I look over and my neighbor. It's nighttime. My neighbor's pooping his dog. What do you call it? He's not walking it. It's pooping. Yeah, he's yeah his pooping, dog, his, pooping dog, his dog. That's good. His dog is pooping, and he looks up at me and gives a wave. So then I wave as I'm eating, but then he makes like one of those head jerk faces, uh-huh. almost like he wants to say something. But I, re- without even thinking, I just <laughs> and went back <laughs> eating. But then I was like, oh, I should open all the window and talk to him. Oh, but now it's been too long. Oh, it's been too long. Oh, that sounds awful. So yeah. then I went to unroll the window, and it made the noise. <laughs> but he was turned the other way, so I was like, oh. So I rolled it back up, and then he turned around again. I had, like, this whole thing, and then he just walked inside. And I for an hour, I just I felt depressed. I kept eating. You're like, <laughs> trying to eat here. I was like, yeah. I'm a bad person. I think I'm an asshole. No, no, no. I got to no. tell you, my first reaction to that is that was his fault. Because okay. yes. he did a wave, and then he did the guy nod. Yeah. That's like two things. You yeah. don't do both. You yeah. do the nod, or you do yeah. the wave. But the nod with a yeah. little bit of mouth agape, like... <laughs> <laughs> right, like he was going to say something, yeah, and, I was just like, I and then he saw that you were in your car like, with the window no, rolled I'm up. Eating. Maybe he right. wanted food, and he was like a baby bird. He, wanted, he was like, uh, you know, and, how rude of him! By the way, he's, he's pooping his dog, and he wants me to unroll my window while I'm eating, right? <laughs> to get the smell of his dog. Yeah, 
I mean, and the dog's like, I'm pooping here. Yeah, I mean, right. there's a lot. I yeah, I feel that. like almost <laughs> all of my exchanges have elements of that in them. Yeah. Hence, I, in <laughs> fact, staying inside. In fact, I just remembered this. On my way here, I stopped. there. There's a 7-Eleven on Olive where I would drive by, and I stopped to return a red box. And I was walking up to the red box, and this guy was leaving the red box and getting in his car, and he, like, farted. Like, you would not believe really loud. And then he looks at me, at, right at me, and goes, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> And I like <laughs> look away because I don't know. I don't know who you are. You're some weirdo who's just farting all over the place. And then he's like, have a great night. See you later. And I'm like, I'll never see you. God, I, I don't know that you. Guy, this is, that is so awesome. weird. Oh my God. To be so comfortable yeah. with yourself. I know. I'm more shocked that you use Redbox. Yeah. Wait, do you have an Apple TV? Yes. Why wouldn't you just use that? It's cheaper. You don't have to lose. It's a really good point. I used Redbox. I stayed at my brother's house last night where my mom is, and she wanted to watch this one movie. I knew it was at Redbox. What was it? It's a really great movie. Um, No Good Deed. (gasps) What's the twist ending? Because I heard there's one. There is a twist ending. She's really bad. No. Oh, okay. T- people, I, I know. I mean, people go nuts over spoilers. People, yeah, yeah I can't. I won't tell you now. But uh, it was actually better. I, I had like movie. the lowest expectations you can have, so I kind of liked it. Okay. Yeah. Who's in it? Uh, Tyler Perry's people. The guy uh, from Luther, the TV show. Idris Elba. Yes, and Taraji something. I think Tyler Perry made it. No. I don't think he did, actually. Oh. I'm not sure. It's, but it, it has a lot of yeah, yeah, the actors, actors that you see in, in his movies, yeah. And it was just, like, shot in Atlanta. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. In his sweatshop, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan says, just mirror everyone, when I hear a distinct voice, gravelly smoker or super nasal, I imagine what they would sound like in the throes of orgasm. No, I don't do that. No, never. I like Mm-mm. that, though. Never done that. I think about everybody I meet having sex. Really? Yeah. How soon after meeting them? Instant. Well, having sex with other people, yeah. with you, with anything. <laughs> this is I awkward. Just, I just, yeah, and I thought. I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've never met. I've heard him. I've no, heard him talk about no. him. I've never met him. And then no. you're pumping and you're hitting her from behind. And I'm seeing it. <laughs> yeah. That just made me think of that scene from Girls. <laughs> Oh yeah. God! Did you see the, the um, Peter Pan remix? I haven't. Yes. I heard about it. I haven't oh, seen where it. She's like, cook, cook, cook. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. All right, and finally, this is the last one. Just Dawn says there must be a secret art to eating Mexican sweet bread that doesn't involve leaning over the kitchen sink. Hashtag sugar scatter. I've never had Mexican sweet bread, but this, first of all, is it would be a great carb, and it sounds like something that would be really good. Is it like really? I've never heard of it. it. Sounds like I don't know what it is. Must be sugar Wait, sprinkled I, on the top. Oh, you know, I'm Mexican family. Okay. Well, my dad left us for a Mexican woman who has a lot of Mexican family, and I love them. Um, yeah, it's. I just had my first piece about a month ago. Uh, it looks like a donut, so you're like, oh, it's gonna be sweet, it's gonna be amazing, be sure. And you bite into it, it, tastes like nothing. But that's the point. And they're like, no, 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 it's supposed to taste like nothing. But it's really sugary. It's like but it's anti bland like sugar. Yeah, it tastes like a like a biscuit. With a pink coating on it that looks like oh, a pink oh, donut. Oh, I've seen those. But it has no flavor. Really? Oh, How disappointing. And she's like, oh, you have to dip it in, you know, I don't know, chocolate milk. But does the sugar go everywhere? <sighs> not not really, but maybe this person's, I don't know. Huh. Maybe he has more flaky maybe Mexican a, sweet. Yeah, yeah I've definitely seen that. I have too. And I've wondered about it's it. It's audacious with this coloring. <laughs> it's not good. All right. I mean, I'm sure it's great. I don't want to offend a whole nation. 
Church too late. Great. I don't think you're offending a whole nation. Anything I say, people just get so mad. Well, you're racist and homophobic. <laughs> no, that's why. <laughs> well, you guys, thank you so much for being on the show. This was this was first of all super friggin' long show. So um, I don't know why I keep saying frigging. That's weird. That's cropped into my vocabulary. I would Sorry. like to take. I don't. We're taking <laughs> I like to take it out. Off of the yeah. podcast trying to clean it um, up. I guess. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so very long episode. So thanks, listeners, for listening, and thank you guys so much for being on the show. This was really, really fun. I know this was like a, a weird, unusual show, um, but I enjoyed it. So thank you, everyone, thank for you. being thank on. This was really fun. Um, if you're gonna buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website at allisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help out the show, um, and it's especially, uh, you know helpful at this sort of critical transition time and you guys have been supporting me so much and i've seen it on amazon and on paypal and just on and on social media and i can't thank you enough thanks thank you so much it means so much to me if you like what you're hearing tell a friend subscribe um and yeah like i mentioned on my website there's there's the amazon banner and then there's paypal links as well if you want to subscribe um, or donate, you can do that. And thank you so much. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. You need it. You know you do. Uh, we have two special bonus episodes record, uh, available, recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. The first one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. The next one with Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, and much of the um, the Thursday gang, whom we already miss. I, those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen for Jenna. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Jenna Kim Jones or check out my relatively new podcast um sorry not sorry with jenna kim jones and you can meet my husband al on it hashtag al <laughs> and uh it's it's a fun podcast so check it out if you want trevor anything you want you don't have to plug anything but you can if you would like to i'm not going to plug anything you can follow me on twitter at, at geeksem i haven't posted in about four years <laughs> do you intend to post again i think i will <laughs> all right so spell that G-E-E-K-S-E-M. Why? Uh, because um, I was in Nepal with a friend of mine, and we were uh, we were tweeting at the time, and he came up, I hadn't been on before, and he came up with Technodruk, which is like a cool name, cool name, and then Sem means mine, so it's like geek mind. Oh. Mine's not as cool as his, though. He took the good name. But now I know, at least. Yeah. I never knew. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh my god I know Shane Dawson where should we go for you uh, it's at Shane Dawson and if you go to your website which is AllisonRosen.com and click on the Amazon banner uh, my book just became available for pre-sale oh, yeah. congratulations yeah. Awesome. when does it come out it's called I Hate My Selfie and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it comes out March 10th that's amazing. Oh, that's Congrats. That's yeah, huge. Wow. You must be really excited. I was going to say, yeah. Pumped. So, yeah, yeah. Go to the website, click on the banner, feed both of us. Oh, <laughs> thank you. And Daniel, where should people go for you? You can find me at uh, Daniel Quantz, Q U A N T Z, where I am on Twitter and Instagram posting pictures of Wendy. <laughs> pretty much exclusively that's right all right thank you guys again so much thank you for being on the show listeners thank you i love you goodbye hey do you know about the allison rosen show
Show.